1: 10,
2: 10, 9, 9 8, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 4, 3, 2, 3 2, 1. 2, 2, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey,
3: good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is so great to have you guys here. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday, November 3rd. Kind of uh, thrown off as far as like the days I was thinking this morning. It's Tuesday, but... We were not in on Monday, so uh, it's Wednesday, and I'm a day behind everything I need to do. Yeah, I'm the
4: same way. Just kind of, it's, it's great having the time off, getting extra day off, and everything. But it just does throw me, turns my whole week around. And then towards the end of the week, when it is Friday, I'll think it's Thursday, and just I'm right there with you, kid. Yeah, but
3: it's a good it's a good problem to yes. have. It's better yes, than it being like, oh, it's only Monday, uh. and uh, here I thought it was Wednesday. So how are you doing today?
4: Good, good. I I felt chilly this morning. It's kind of a weird thing. It's a little chilly outside right now. I took the dogs out this morning at like three clock and feel the chill in the air, but I know it's going to warm up later this afternoon, so there's my official weather talk of the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Got that out of Got the way. Got that out of the way, you guys, when to talk talking about the weather again. <laughs> and then uh, Tuesday was nice. I was over at SEMA yesterday afternoon. SEMA started. The big car convention's in town, and I, I was first time ever at SEMA and just There is a lot going on there and just kind of was walking around, soaking it all in. So it was an afternoon spent at SEMA for me. It's
3: the first time since the pandemic that they've used all four convention halls uh, for SEMA at the convention center. And so that uh, there's a lot of people in town. It's great to see the the convention industry thriving again world of concrete is coming shortly after yeah. that so it's just uh it's been really busy over there big uh big convention if you love cars specialty cars which y- we know you do yeah
4: and there's stuff going on outside too in the parking lot of the convention center i was i was at the convention center for barrett jackson for the first time over the summer so i got to experience the new convention center but that place is just when you're inside, the, the gravity of how big this place is, it's just hard to wrap your mind around it. It's colossal. The new convention center is just colossal is what it is.
3: Yeah, that's. Uh, it, I've never been inside of the new one, but it sure is pretty from the outside, that's for sure. How was your day? It was good. It was good. Um, uh, let's see. My daughter had a volleyball game last—wait, was that last night?
4: You had one Monday. I know that.
3: Okay, then no, she has a game tonight. Oh, it's a championship tonight. Oh <laughs> no my God. Oh, I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm so throw See, my days are all messed up. Yeah, she has a champion. The championship game is tonight. So, um, really. It, oh, yeah, that's right. Last night. So, uh, last night I told her, I'm like, rest just relax do your homework i was like you got a big game tomorrow so we did that um we we had a an hoa zoom meeting and there's there's like some i, I don't want to go so far as to say drama going on in my neighborhood but there's a couple of issues in my neighborhood that uh need to be addressed and so usually we I mean, we don't really pop in on the HOA meetings that often, but because of the couple of issues, which I can't get into specifics now, but I will at some point, um, we were very upset about these issues so we're like let's jump on this this zoom meeting tonight so we jumped on it and uh it, it, man it got intense i my husband start, spoke i spoke it was uh so that was that ended up it started at 6:30 we didn't get off uh, the phone or the Zoom call until like 7:45. It went on for a very long time, but we did that. And then um well, hold on.
4: Your Zoom thing now. Was that amount of time spent on the issue or was that also including like HOA meetings and updates and everything? Or was really, it that long t- t- on the issue. T- there
3: were only two issues that that got brought up, and they were both very important issues. I will say one was parking. Parking is an issue. Mm. Uh, parking in the neighborhood, and people people don't want people to park in certain spots. People think that the area in front of their home should be their designated parking. Mm-hmm. Other people think you don't own the road, or you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I, I know what I, you actually, mean. Actually, b- believe it or not, I had no issue with that issue. I would, I didn't even care about that one. I'm like, okay, let's move on from parking. I need to, we need to get to this other issue, which, like I said, I can't talk about now, but at some point I will. So, um, yeah. So that Wait, was one more question. Yeah.
4: The, okay. Now the uh, and then we can move on past the HOA. So you said uh, it was heated and stuff. Was it a fifty-fifty split, or was it mostly the people of the neighborhood <sighs> against the HOA? HOA itself
3: no it's it's like there's an issue and some people want this and some people want that the HOA was just there kind of to facilitate the the Mm -hmm. discussion and so that's what it it wasn't bad though and it wasn't 50 50 it was more like um two people think this and then everyone else is like it should be this Uh but then everybody saw the same but then everyone ended up on the same side so like the it was a great thing because everyone agreed to the finalized issue. Okay, that's good. That that was a good thing. Got it. Got it. Yeah, so we did that, and then we started watching a new show on Hulu, Uh, a couple nights ago have you heard of dope sick no okay so it i didn't i hadn't heard of it either my husband's like hey i want to watch this new show do you want to watch it with me and i'm like what is it he's like it's called dope sick michael keaton's in it and so i was like "Uh, i'll watch the first episode and if it's good i'll you know I'll, i'll stay with you so we watched that last the night before last and last night we watched the second episode and it's about like the when OxyContin first came out And how they were like It's its based on a true story How the drug manufacturers were trying to um, Advertise it as just a miracle pain cure, non-addictive, da da da, and and you watch the result of this happening and people getting addicted to it and how it just tore up people's lives. Oof. It's really good. It's really really good. Rosario Daw- Dawson is in it too. Uh, Michael Keaton. Like I said, it's a
4: really good show. I remember the first time, and um, I had dental work done, and they gave me. Don't they give you oxycontin after you had dental work done? Or is that they, the same thing? Or different family of pharmaceuticals? I, I the think
3: same? it's. I, it just depends on your doctor, really. And that was a big part of it. These pharmaceutical reps going in and whining and dining. These doctors said, please, hey, prescribe this drug. And then they were kind of like, Ehh. But then they, they were like, oh, it's non-addictive? Okay, we will. Well, it turns out it's very addictive.
4: <laughs> yeah, this stuff is. I had dental work done. This was back when we were in the old uh, building. But I remember it was that, that 3 tooth bridge I had done. So root canal, all this work done. And, and my dentist gave me some heavy stuff to take. And I remember taking it in the morning before I left my house I woke up just in such pain I wanted to come to this, still come to work at the radio station I remember taking it at my house and by the time I got to the radio station I remember walking up the stairs going wow
3: <laughs> how <laughs> did it make you feel see like I've never taken painkillers um of that magnitude if I and I've been offered them after you know certain things like dental work mm-hmm. but I always just asked for the the heavy duty Tylenol like the 800 milligram ty- Tylenol or whatever I just I'd never have taken an opioid or any sort of painkiller like that
4: for me that, that I remember that time I was very euphoric. I felt great; the pain was gone. It just I felt blissful. Everything was fantastic. I remember walking into the radio station, but it probably lasted a couple hours. Because I remember when it when it started to wear off. Oh, I was in a mood and a half. I was miserable, throbbing headache, and which I, I'm kind of glad because then it didn't tempt me to go back and take it again. Because I, I yeah, the high was fun. But that down afterwards was not worth it
3: that's interesting you bring that up because that's a that was a big um, topic of the episode we watched last night is that they were saying it lasts 12 hours and it wasn't lasting 12 hours so then the pharmaceutical company was saying well just tell them to double up the dosage so then they'd say instead of 10 take 20 instead of 20 take 40 and so that's how these people kept getting addicted because th- it wasn't lasting as mm-hmm. long and they just kept taking more and more and Ugh. more it was just you should watch it's really good. Like I said, I'm only two episodes in, but um, it's it, it's pretty fascinating to see what went on behind the scenes with all this stuff.
4: Yeah, big pharmaceutical companies, which is true. Looking back at that day, I, probably coming down, if I don't have this stuff going on, oh, let me pop another pill yeah. to get back to that state I was in. But, and,
3: they, and they were promoting it. They're saying, oh, it's safe. You'll be fine. Less than 1% of people get addicted to it. No worries. And It's like, oh my <sighs> gosh. So, yeah, we watched that. It was a very interesting night, and this is part of the reason why I can't fathom why it's Wednesday, so it's Wednesday. Let's celebrate. <laughs> We're
4: closer to the weekend.
3: Let's do this. It's time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Set Adrift on Memory Bliss by P.M. Dawn? Baby, you
2: sent me out. Uh-huh. Set Adrift on memory of
3: you. Do you want to hear Californication by Red Hot Chili Peppers? From
2: Californication.
3: Or do you want to hear Back Here by BB Mac? Those are your choices. Tweet us with your votes at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702 364 9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. <sighs>
2: Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go! Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1.
4: Post Malone and the weekend have teased a new collaboration that's called One Right Now, and they shared a snippet of the song. We have it. Take a listen to this.
2: I
3: it was so funny that came out last night mm-hmm. and my the first th- I heard this like squeal in the other room. <laughs> I was like, "What the?" My daughter was like, "There's a weekend and, and personal collaboration." Ah! She's
4: all excited.
3: She's like, "Listen to this!"
4: It's a short little snippet. Yeah. Say it again. It's only seven seconds. Here it is again. <laughs> Uh, they're saying it should be released on Friday. Get the full song on Friday. It, it, it just even that seven seconds sounds really good. Yeah, it does sound good. Kristen Stewart. She is officially off the market. Her screenwriter girlfriend of two years, her name is Dylan Meyer, has proposed. She announced the news on Tuesday. So they met on a movie set eight years ago. They started dating in 2019, and then Spencer, the Princess Diana movie starring Kristen Stewart, that opens on Friday. And man, she looks just like her.
3: Yeah, it's uh, she looks like she just completely. Turned into
4: her. It's crazy. A, yeah, such amazing transformation. I know it's in theaters on Friday. I'm not sure if they partnered up with a you know an HBO Max or something, but it is in theaters on Friday. Did you watch any of the World Series last night? Because the Atlanta Braves they won the World Series, defeating the Houston Astros in Game Six.
3: It was on in my house. Yeah, we definitely saw saw, saw the final pitch and and uh, when they announced. That they're the new World Series winners. So, yeah, we watched.
4: So, did you watch? Uh, you know, actually it was on in the background. Had a little yeah. bit on um when I was eating dinner. So this is their first World Series title since 1995. Now the odds are already out of who will win the World Series in 2022. The Dodgers are the early favorites to be the 2022 World Series champs. Then you have the Astros, Braves, and then Mercedes, your New York Yankees, are at number four with 10 to 1 odds to win the World Series. Mm,
3: if they don't implode like they did
4: this year. But they started they were down, they were down and then they came back up and then they it was kind of like a roller coaster. Yeah, the then line. they went down again. <laughs> Speaking of roller coaster, did you watch the hockey game last night? Oh man, that that
3: was no roller coaster. That was just a straight <laughs> drop down.
4: <laughs> hit the peak. They had a couple wins in a row. Oh a my goodness. Cardi B, she's set to make her hosting debut when she hosts the 2021 American Music Awards. So Cardi B is a five-time AMA winner. This year, she's up for three awards. Olivia Rodrigo leads this year's nominations with seven. And then The Weeknd has six nominations, including Artist of the Year. Who do you like in that c- category? We've got The Weeknd, Olivia Rodrigo, BTS, Ariana Grande, Drake, and Taylor Swift.
3: This is American Music Awards? Yes. Now, this is actually based on like streaming and stuff. And th- for that reason and that reason only, I'm going to say BTS. You're
4: going to go with BTS?
3: Yeah. I, I would. If it wasn't, I would go with Olivia Rodrigo. But, yeah, I'm thinking it's based on actual numbers, and I think BTS destroys
4: everyone. Now, your daughters might like this. Well, first off, are you going to go see BTS when they're in L.A. on the 27th or 26th? No, we
3: can't. We've got some stuff going on that weekend. We definitely looked at it, and we looked at canceling the stuff we have, but we can't.
4: Well, here's some good news. They haven't officially announced who's going to be performing at the the AMAs, but since BTS, they're saying, is going to be kind of in the area... Less than a week later That maybe they will be One of the performers At the AMAs On Sunday, November 21st And does everyone remember When Justin and Britney Showed up at the AMAs And they were dressed In all denim Do you remember that moment?
3: Oh, yeah That's iconic Absolutely
4: Okay, that iconic moment Turns 20 this year
3: Oh, gosh uh... How does that
4: happen? Jeez. I know it's time and time is always ticking forward, but man, it seems like it was like 10 years ago. Yeah, that. that's crazy. And then the last one here, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is going to be back to its pre-pandemic form this year. It's taking place on Thanksgiving, 9 a.m. start on the East Coast. And we have a list of this year's performers and, and not a bad lineup. They include Carrie Underwood, Rob Thomas, Sarah Bareilles, Foreigner, and Nelly, to name a few of the performers. Wow. Foreigner, actually, the guys, they're pushing a float. They're not actually performing. They're pushing one of the floats. Come on, guys. That's a, hey, you know what? We're taking it back to the old school. (laughs) Yeah, Foreigner, right on. We'll have more dirt in the 7 o'clock hour. Adele, this is still the number one song in the country. It's easy on me. It's Mix 94.1.
2: To another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1514. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z.
3: Good morning. Welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, November 3rd, 6 o'clock. So dark outside. So, this time next week. It will be lighter, correct? Because next it, week, it'll be five a.m. It'll be right five a.m. Yes. Okay, so, so then should be seen th- That's something to look forward to on that end. On the the bad end, it's going to get dark at like four o'clock in the afternoon. But that's okay, I guess. No, I it's know. not. <laughs> yeah, it,
4: what, what can we do? We can complain <laughs> we all anything. we want, yeah, but, but just messes my mind. Like, go get home. Don't be out. It's I, four
3: o'clock. I just, I think. What would you prefer? Dark, darker for a longer period of time in the morning or darker earlier in the afternoon?
4: Uh, I, I like it light out later because I do, I do more stuff. I get more really? done the, at nighttime, yeah. But it does mess with me in the morning looking outside and it's dark at like 6 o'clock.
3: Yeah, see, this misses me up. I, I prefer the opposite. I think, D- Steph, it'll be 7 a.m. next week? We're not springing forward, though. No, we're falling back.
1: <laughs> see, I always get confused, too. So if it's going to be 5 a.m., so then it'll be darker. It'll still be dark at this time, right? Yeah. If it's 5 a.m., yeah, it'll
3: be darker. But then think of the the light at 7 a.m. Okay. And then that'll be 6. Yes. So it'll be lighter.
1: Goodness gracious. I know. It's confusing. (laughs) It's like the little pity patty thing, like you rub your stomach and you go up on your head. I feel like, like that's what it is when it comes to daylight savings time. Like you were having trouble with your wife, JC, last time she said you thought she was springing back or yeah, springing she was, forward? Yeah, she was trying
4: to adjust her body clock, so she, would, she, was, <laughs> she was adjusting to as if we were springing forward and not falling back. She was doing herself a disservice. Um, but she still has a week to get ready. She still has a week to adjust her body clock, so when the time change does happen on Saturday night, Sunday morning, she's good to go, but I have a feeling it's not going to work.
3: Well, I think Steph just kind of, she said it, and I do the same thing. I, I mix up the phrase. I'm like, okay, so we're going to spring back and fall forward, right? <laughs> I like,
1: fall forward. It all works together. That's how I fall.
3: I don't Fall back. I fall forward when
4: I fall. <laughs> that is a great observation. What's the last time you're walking and you fell backwards? No, you I don't. Fall forward.
3: <laughs> I mean, when I trip, I don't go whoop
4: back. <laughs> I go whoop front. You stumble forward. Yeah. No one stumbles backwards. Come on, people. Stupid uh, saying with a stupid time change. So confusing. <laughs> know.
3: How many more times? Let's let's the over under on how many more times we complain about daylight savings before daylight saving. Oh, do we
4: include the after too on Monday when we come back? Oh. oh Would yeah. you make a pack? We, once it, we don't talk about it on Monday.
3: No, I can't. I cannot. I I must complain that Monday we're back. <laughs> Just let me complain one time, and then I'll I'll drop it.
4: Okay. I'm going to save it for a good time, though. I'm going to save it for... Oh, you can only bring it up once? Yeah. Okay. All right. It's
3: going to be like... It's not going to be in the opening break. I'll let you talk about the weather. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Steph, do me a favor. Go back until we have it prepared on Monday. Um, Pee-wee Herman's his show. Uh, was it Pee-wee's Big Adventure Pee-wee's Playhouse? He had a word of the day. When he said it, all these bells and whistles ah! went off. Yes. <laughs> Put that in there so when Mercedes does talk about the time change on Monday. <laughs> you play the Pee-wee Herman stuff. Can we
1: guess when it's going to be? Maybe we'll pick make a pack meet between me and you, JC. Or she's going to say it at 635 oh, or something I, like that. I, I want to make sure it's a good primetime spot that I bring it up. Text us your name. I, I would like I would like like
3: some music like dun dun dun, dun, dun and that's when I'm going to bring it up.
4: Text us your name and uh, what time do you think Mercedes is going to do the uh, the announcement of the or complain about the t- daylight savings time on Monday. If,
3: if you're smart, do it early in the show because that's when I'll probably just I won't be able to contain myself. So yeah, now, yeah! <laughs> daylight savings.
4: anyway how you guys doing this morning i want to go can we go back to that oxycontin talk we did last hour yeah i was
3: talking about uh in the pre-show about a new show that my husband got me into it's called dope sick on on hulu michael keaton's in it rosario dawson it's about the whole oxycontin um uh medication that they they kind of pawned off to customers like it's some Non-addictive pain reliever, and it turned out to be completely opposite.
4: And I was talking about you said you never tried it. I was talking about the time I did try it. I had some major dental work done, and talked. To, I woke up in the morning in in pain. Popped a pill, and by the time I got to the radio station, I was just so blissful and euphoric. Life was grand. It lasted about two hours, and then it was the pounding headache. I, I was just so down and depressed, and I was kind of happy about that because that didn't encourage me to take the pill again. But as 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 I'm thinking about that that whole situation. I took one the night prior, so I had dental work in the afternoon, and I remember taking it the night prior, and I probably didn't feel those after effects as I went to bed, but I remember taking it and lying on the couch and watching Gene Simmons Family Jewels. That was the show at the time, and it was the first ever time I watched it, thinking, this is the best show, man. This is, oh, what a family because I was on that OxyContin high. it was just like, oh, this is, oh, wow. These people are such a nice family and everything. And it's just, so looking back, it just gave me that euphoric feeling when I took it. But again, went to bed, didn't have those after effects, woke up, took it, and then had the after effects and didn't go back, thank God.
3: That's, a, see, yeah, I've never taken a, a pain, um, like a, a painkiller like that. I, like I, I've taken the uh, Tylenol three or whatever those are, but not like that. And so I've always wondered what what it feels like. And you say it's just like a, ha- is it like a happiness?
4: Or- Happy, euphoric. Again, I was really intrigued with Gene Simmons Family's Jewels, the TV show. I'm like, oh, it's so good. And then it, it lasted for, I remember that morning, it lasted maybe two hours. And then it was just slowly, slowly, slowly started getting in this dark place and just oh. the worst headache. I'm like this stinks.
3: So like, and, and can you understand why it would be addictive?
4: Well, yeah, could you I, I could see someone also going back of, you know, get me back to that high. If, someone's, if someone really enjoyed that, that feeling, going back and taking it again, trying to get you back to that spot you were the first time, and then I'm sure, like with anything, you build up a tolerance, yeah. and you want to feel that euphoric feeling, one pill's not going to do it, two pills, next thing you know, you're popping five, six pills, pro wrestlers, so many pro wrestlers died because of this because they're popping 20, 30, 40 pills at a time, which is just insanity.
3: It's, it's so funny because every single thing you're saying about it, they talk about on the show about the building up a tolerance and how, you know, the, the it didn't last as long as they initially said it would last. And, and in their advertising for it, there was a commercial or like this PSA that went out. They they would not let the people in the PSA say oxy uh cotton they could only say this pain relief like it just it's a really good show if you're looking for a new one it's on Hulu um yes Hulu I only start my subscription for Handmaid's Tale and then I cancel it but we 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 restarted it again
4: for that we all do that I think yeah we got a show subscribe show's over cancel
3: yeah we don't need it anymore
4: let's talk about today's show we have your tickets to Disney on Ice at the Thomas and Mack Center Disney on Ice will be here in January those tickets for you at 825 this hour we have two truths and a lie that happens at 6 30 and then up next is what's trending what do you have for us
3: okay we are going to talk about Ed Sheeran he makes an announcement that makes his fans very happy why cheaters say it can be a good thing when you cheat and move over elf on a shelf there's a new low maintenance friend in town that's coming up next and what's trending 4.1.
4: Mercedes in the morning.
2: Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? (laughs) On Mix 94.1.
3: Okay, Ed Sheeran is trending this morning. Some good news, I would say. Ed Sheeran, he's all better. Well, I mean, we think he's all better. At least that's what he says on his Instagram. He is out of his COVID isolation and ready to get back to in-person performances. He posted a picture with the caption posting this pic to say, I'm released from COVID isolation today. So If you see me out and about, I've had the all clear and done my quarantine, excited to hit the ground running and with work again. And SNL is still on. So tune in Saturday. See you there. Kieran Culkin will be the show host this Saturday. SNL also announced yesterday that they have some new hosts and musical guests all set For their lineup, Jonathan uh, Majors from Lovecraft Country. He's going to host Saturday Night Live with Taylor Swift as the musical guest on November 13th. And then Simu Liu from Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings will host on November 20th with Saweetie as a musical guest.
4: Man, they're stacking that up. That's that's great that he can get out, start promoting his album that came out this past Friday for Ed Sheeran, Get Here in the States, do SNL. That's good stuff for the guy.
3: Did you see, Steph, did you see that Saweetie? was taken off the day in Vegas lineup.
1: I did because due to uh, scheduling issues. Yes. Yeah, I did. I'm sad. I, I, it is sad, but I'm only going to Friday. So I was going to see her. Oh, anyway. okay. Yeah. I'm sad for everyone. <laughs> yes. who well, we'll get to see what her. What is it? Uh, next weekend, yeah, Ooh, yeah.
4: You got your tickets, right?
1: Got my wristbands. Yeah. I do.
4: Are you going Mercedes? Yes, we are, are you going. going both it, nights it, or both? it's
3: three nights. Are you doing all three? Uh, I probably not Sunday. <laughs> I'll be honest. Sunday. Wait, not uh, weekend
4: many. of the, no, this weekend's this week's daylight savings. The weekend after, right?
3: Yes. Next weekend, okay. What, not this weekend, right, Steph? No, no. Oh, next okay. Weekend, I was next like, weekend. wait. Imagine?
1: <laughs> we don't we miss it? I, I need to prepare.
4: <laughs> oh. Has anyone ever done that? You completely missed something you bought a ticket for. Like, oh, the concert's tomorrow night. <laughs> wait.
3: You've done that. You, you, no, you went early. You went early. <laughs> <went> you <early, laughs> still got it.
4: You
2: anyway. were
3: too yeah. anxious. You really <laughs> wanted to go. <laughs> also trending this morning, Henry Ruggs, the Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver, was booked into the Clark County Detention Center after being charged in a fatal oh. traffic accident yesterday morning a 23 year old woman died in the crash she's not been identified by authorities rugs and his 22 year old girlfriend rudy washington were both seriously injured according to metro a preliminary investigation shows rugs car rear-ended a toyota rav4 killing the woman inside Ruggs remained on the scene and showed signs of impairment, police said. He has been charged with driving under the influence of alcohol and or controlled or prohibited substances resulting in death or substantial bodily harm. He's also charged with reckless driving resulting in death or substan- substantial bodily harm, according to his jail records. He is not eligible for bail until he appears for a, uh, before a judge, and he is scheduled for his initial appearance at Las Vegas uh, Justice Court at 9 a.m., and last night, the Raiders officially released him from the team.
4: Yeah, just an awful situation. Just sadness, the whole thing.
3: It really is. It's just uh, just that poor woman mm-hmm. that was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And uh, I just, yeah, what can you say? It's just an awful situation. Mm-hmm. Also trending this morning, marriage is trending. A new study says 77% of cheaters claim that affairs actually improved their marriage. About two-thirds of them say that they have a happy relationship, despite straying. Now, women were more likely to say they were still in a happy marriage, 71% to 63% of men. The survey also found that despite admitting... Cheating on their partner, ninety-four percent of people would be furious if they found a spouse doing it to them. So the cheaters are like, "It's okay if I do it, but you're not
4: allowed." (laughs) If Matt, I mean, we had this conversation before, but if Matt, if Matt cheated, I I think here I'm speaking for you. I think he would be able to to work past it. Do you think no? If Matt cheated, no, it was a one time deal. It wasn't a long term affair. He was out and about in a photo shoot, another photographer, things just went down, and he, and he confessed it to you.
3: It, uh, all my trust would be out the window. No. You, I, you couldn't rebuild it? 20-some years of
4: trust you guys have established.
3: No. I just, I, I tell me, it, I mean, you can call me, uh, you know, unfor, unforgiving no, or whatever. No, not judging but at all. Just, I, I just couldn't do it. I would say, why would you throw everything away? for that like why and it would just devastate i'd never be able to forget it i'd never be able to move past it and maybe that's me being stubborn and whatever and unforgiving but i just couldn't do it you
4: um i would like to think i could but it would take a it would take it would take time as far as you say this this builds the relationship i couldn't see myself being intimate with my wife right away because i'd be thinking about this person it it, it, all the circumstances would have to come into play was if it's a long-term affair was it a one-time thing I would like to think I would be able to get past it, but I haven't been faced that that situation. But you know, God forbid I am. Like, I I don't know. But I would like to think I could work past it, but it would take some time and probably some therapy. And then the ultimate, oh, you're not taking the trash out? Remember when you slept with that guy? See,
3: that's a thing. I would always like, <laughs> that would always be my go-to for like anything. <laughs> I would think of that like, well, at least I didn't uh, sleep with someone that, you know, a conference or something like that, you know? I I there's just I that would be in my mind. The ultimate the one up time. the rest of your marriage. Yeah. <laughs> um and then finally this morning Santa's Lazy Gnome is trending. Move over elf on a shelf, the new alternative is here and it is called Santa's Lazy Gnome. So instead of moving every day like the elf on a shelf moves, Santa's Lazy Gnome stays in the same spot but he still watches kids to see who belongs on the naughty and nice list. He then reports back to Santa. So, basically, this is the lazy version of your elf on a shelf. I I know that your elf on a shelf could be very active. Sometimes maybe the elf on the shelf, um, he or she forgets to move for the night or they go back to the same spot. But not not Santa's Lazy Gnome. Santa's Lazy Gnome likes where they are put and, and they do not move the entire time. But they still watch everybody. Brilliant. You can get one with a book about the story of Santa's Lazy Gnome. That costs $26.99. Or if you just want the doll, you can get it for $13 on LazyGnomes.com. And that is what's trending.
4: Wednesday mornings, that means we have two truths and one lie. Do you have your truth and lie ready to go?
3: I am all set, ready to go. How about you?
4: I'm I'm good to go. All right.
3: Uh Two of us will be telling you a true story. Truth. Hand to God. No lies. One of us, though, will be lying to your face. Can you tell us who it is? Definitely want to jump on Facebook if you're nearby because we'll be live streaming. And two truths and one lie coming up next.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The game is two truths and a lie. So you've game.
4: heard of it. Yeah, you've heard well, yeah it.
2: because
3: babies play that at their birthday
0: parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game.
3: It is time for Two Truths and One Lie. Join us on Facebook right now, Mercedes in the Morning, and uh, maybe that will help you figure out who the liar is. Two of us will be telling you the truth. One of us will be lying about something who's doing what, that remains to be seen. We predetermined what we will be doing. Everybody look and see.
4: Mm-hmm. All right.
3: Okay, got it. Anybody want to volunteer to go first this week? Or-
1: yeah. I'll go first this week. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since I've gone right. first. Uh, so this happened to my mom. I believe I was two years old. She was at the gym. And at the gym she said it was about closing time and she was walking into the women's locker room and she saw a very older lady. She said older lady like all white... sitting on the bench struggling to get her shoes on my mom was kind of minding her own business she noticed the woman and she said they made eye contact and when they made eye contact the older woman gave her like this really big grin like a very you know natural smile and said hurry and go home to your daughter she's not feeling good my mom panicked because she had no idea who this lady was Uh, And this is the time before cell phones, so you would have to kind of either get to a home phone or a landline. But she rushed home, and she said when she rushed home, she went to my crib, and the, the lady that was looking over me had no idea that I was very sick and very ill. And I ended up having a very high fever of like hundred and three degrees. And my mom had to put me in a bathtub with ice cold water to cool me down. And she said she'll never forget that woman who she calls an angel to this day. And she I mean, like, why would this woman like out of nowhere say that stuff? So wow. my mom said she she will never forget that story and that she um, will never forget that woman's face that morning that night uh, at the gym.
4: Did she ever see her again? This this ghost? Did she ever see the ghost again at the gym?
1: I don't believe so. Ghost. <laughs> I know, right? That's what we think. And like either a ghost or an angel or something uh, kind of appeared at the night in the gym.
4: And she just said to your mom, "Go home. Your child is sick."
1: Yeah, she said, "Hurry, go home to your daughter. She's not feeling well."
3: Well, like I wonder if the ghost was already there, like lifting weights, and then just happened to notice her. You yeah, was it an
4: in shape ghost?
1: <laughs> yeah, was she? She was older, so it was kind the ghost, of odd. Ghost workout. <laughs>
4: How did ghosts get big? <laughs> and so you, you what happened? You said a fever. What was it? What, what's going on with you? Is it fever one hundred and three? That's bad. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: huge. I don't know the details after that. All I remember is they said that I had a very, very high fever, and they put me in, in a bathtub full of ice cold water and to bring my fever down. And that's we, terrifying. I'm scary.
3: I, I really hope that you're telling the truth because if you're not, that <laughs> is just that is a wrong thing to lie <laughs> imagine. About. Then you said your mom. Ah, I'm lying. <laughs>
1: Oh, I was
3: fun. jumped on you. Oh.
1: You
4: said your mom went to your crib. you're talking about like your actual baby crib, not your house crib.
1: Right, it would be like a normal crib. I was two years old at the time. Do you put g- babies still or at that age around two? No, yeah, yeah no, okay, sure. Yeah, you so. keep them
3: in the crib as long as you can. <laughs> it's
4: kind of like a, a protected area. Seventeen years old.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, still in the crib. Oh wow. Okay, is Steph telling the truth? <laughs> Wait, one more question. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Were we
4: just lying in your crib by yourself? If there's no one, dad, with you.
1: My mom. My mom said I had like a caretaker at the time. <laughs> Some caretaker. I know, but she said she felt guilty. I guess because she had no idea that I was sick. I know. Maybe she thought you were just napping or whatever and True. didn't realize
3: you had a fever. Uh, that's a... Uh, wow. That's quite a story. Is Steph telling the truth? I certainly hope she's telling the truth. Yeah. Uh, wow. What do you think? 702-364-9400. Um, I'll go next. Okay. Let me just... Remember.
4: double check which yeah, one you have whatever, Yeah, <laughs>
3: now, uh, Do I, did I get the right one no. <laughs> I, I'm excited about this one um, I've been waiting to tell you guys this story but I think I might have mentioned it to you before JC I think you might have heard it before but I think it was like seven years ago seven eight years ago I actually won a year a year's supply or years worth of subs from Jimmy John's do you remember
4: no <laughs> 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 What? What I you don't remember this seven years ago? Yes. And you won a year's worth of Jimmy John's subs,
3: And then here's the kicker. That's not even the best part Wait, of the story. Wait, why didn't we get any subs? We're getting That's free... not even the best part of the story. I, I, I only went two times. I only went two times after where that. Where did you win this? Okay, so there's a Jimmy John's on uh, West Charleston, and we, I went th- I took the girls there for lunch once, and they had one of those business card things where you just drop in your business <laughs> card. And it's like, when are you years worth of free subs? And I th- I remember distinctly Sophie going do you have a business card? And I was like, oh, I think I do. And she's like, and so she dropped it in. She was all excited. And then like three weeks later, I get a phone call and they let me know that I was selected and I won the year's worth of Jimmy John's. Sub. So that I was is- like, awesome. <laughs> so, so what it was, technically was they ended up giving you um, coupons, 365 coupons for one free sub. So yeah. you could use them. I could use them all in one day if I really wanted to, but that's what it was. So, so when I finally, so we went and picked him up and then I took the girls and we got our free sub and we're like, wow we could come here every day if we wanted to. And then we went again one more time and then I just forgot about him. And then they expired. You like, didn't I, share
1: the winnings of Jimmy John's I didn't for even a year? Th- I,
3: I was just like... I know. I, I know. It makes me crazy. But anyway, so yeah, I won a year's worth of uh, Jimmy
4: <laughs> <laughs> You only went twice. And after that, you never thought of going to Jimmy John's again. Matt never said, mm, I want a sandwich. He no. never went back?
3: Well, it's because we put... Does everyone have like a coupon drawer and a gift card drawer? We have a gift card drawer. Yeah. And I put yeah. the stack in there. And I just... I just kind of forgot about it. And then I I was cleaning out that drawer one day, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I looked, and they had expired at the end of that year, and so I never got to use any more of my jimmy johns
1: for <laughs> <laughs> i feel like mercedes you would be that kind of person but like i gotta use my jimmy johns i gotta use the sub give like, them out to be-
4: someone like hey do you want to sub this week do you want a sub
1: that's
3: what that's you what gets get a me sub. more than you anything get a sub. i wish i would have given them to people because i just don't go out to eat lunch very often i just don't and so that's why they went to waste but uh, yeah i wish i would have given them
4: to oh people. was it our window you couldn't go for dinner like you-
3: no i just well we, we eat dinner at home so yeah it just lunch would have been my thing and i would take the girls there for lunch a couple times they were so excited because we had three subs and then we forgot
4: (laughs) no you did not share that with me no you did i forgot about it at least that's fascinating
3: (laughs) all right so there you go
4: (sighs) okay me um i'm gonna talk about a time that i went to the er i I, 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 as a kid i was at the er twice and once i talked to i mentioned this before playing baseball ball hit my eye and went to the er got stitches but i'm gonna talk about my first visit to the ER, er i was in fifth or sixth grade and the cool kid in our class was bill mulford And him and I started to become friends. And Bill invited me out of the blue, invited me to dinner on a Friday night with his family. And my parents were out of town. I was staying with my grandparents that week. And so I asked them, like, can I go to dinner with the Mulfords? They're like, sure. And we went to like this fancy restaurant in town. And we were putting on We had to go back to my house because we were staying with their grandparents, get khakis and a nice shirt to go to dinner with Bill Mulford and his family. So we're at dinner. And there's little bits and pieces of the story that I remember. I'll never forget seeing the waitress walking by. We haven't even ordered. Bread's not even at the table. Waitress walking by with a tray with a pot of coffee. And she comes by the table. And next thing you know, she drops the pot. Hits the table. Lands in my stomach. Pot of hot coffee in my stomach. I jump up. I'm in pain. I remember Mr. Mulford took me to the bathroom to help me dry off, which was kind of awkward because I'm pulling my pants down. And there's Bill Mulford's dad is now, like, helping me, like dry off in that area because they're concerned and like are you okay i'm like yeah yeah i'm fine it hurt it burned went sat back down they cleaned up the area i remember mrs mulford checking on me and i'm just thinking i don't want this dinner to end because i'm with bill mulford he's the cool kid in school he invited me to dinner and i maybe lasted like 10 minutes and the tears started to come down and mrs mulford i remember she's going it's okay we can go And we left and we called my grandparents because my parents were, they were out of town and we called my grandparents and they're like, take them to the ER. So I went to the ER that night and my grandparents, grandmom and pappy came and met me there. And I I didn't have like, bad burns or anything, which is very red, and they, they put some ointment on it. And I remember just being very uncomfortable that night at my grandparents' house, but my very first visit to the ER was when I went to dinner with Bill Mulford and his family, and the waitress dropped a pot of coffee on my stomach.
3: I feel like we would have heard this story before. The coffee pot with Mumford and Sons?
4: What no, the Bill
2: Mulford, Bill, Mumford. <laughs> sons?
4: <laughs> Bill Mulford and Bill and his family. So <laughs> I wanted to stay at that dinner so bad that, that is, it burned. That is so cool. You have friends with
1: Mumford and Sons. You and I, I still- will wait.
4: For <laughs> you. That's what the song is about. Bill waiting for me to come out of the ER that night.
0: Uh, I don't know,
1: so... JC. Oh, so what did the lady do? You said did she have an initial reaction to the, the girl with the coffee pot?
4: Yeah, it was. I'm, it was kind of odd. I felt like she had something against me. I felt like she like. <laughs> it's like how can you drop that pot of coffee on it? Like just it landed, hit the table, landed on my stomach, and she was very apologetic. Um, did you but,
3: guys get free dinner?
4: We Mercedes. We left with it. I remember we got bread, and then we left. We didn't. We didn't order food. So I'm sure. Oh, that I'm geez. sure the Mulfords maybe got something. I don't know. They
3: went into dinner after they <laughs> dropped you off at the ER. Uh, like, well, let's go and enjoy ourselves.
4: Maybe they went back because yeah. Because the next thing you know, I'm it off to my grandparents. And we're at the ER, and the Mulfords there. They probably went back and enjoyed a free dinner on me.
1: If I were the mom, I'd be like, I'd stay back and get the dinner and then you guys would go, "Ah, I'll meet you guys at the ER. Let me deal with this situation. JC,
4: your grandparents are going to pick you up. We're going to finish our dinner because it's free.
1: (laughs) Okay, who is the liar?
3: 702-364-9400. You can call us, you can text us, you can tell us on Facebook. Richard says, I think JC is lying. What? Uh, Jan says, JC has a lot of details. I think he's it today. I mean, the more details I've noticed, the,
4: the more. <laughs> I, more just want to, I want to paint a picture.
3: Um, on the text line, this says, JC is the liar, liar, pants on fire. Uh, this says, Mercedes never put gift cards in a drawer. Keep them in your wallet. So just in case you end up somewhere, you need them, you will always have it on you. I know, but it was like a stack of them. I guess I could have just put a couple in there. Um, Navando says, if liar, liar, stomach on fire. <laughs> yeah, it was on fire. <laughs> it's a pot of hot coffee on my stomach. JC, <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's go through it. Let's see who is telling the truth and who is lying. Truth teller number one, reveal yourself.
4: Bill Mulford and his family. <laughs> <laughs> I swear
2: to God, I swear to God. Whoa, oh, what? Uh,
4: my mom could probably provide more details if we need them, but yeah, uh, I, I remember going to dinner and her dropping that pot of coffee on me, and next thing you know, we we're, we're, we didn't even last through dinner. I I tried to ride it out, but it just hurt so bad. And and Bill and I, Bill and I became friends afterwards, but I haven't spoken to him in years. But yeah. The pot of hot coffee on my stomach when I was a kid, 5th or 6th grade.
1: (laughs) I really thought you were the liar, (laughs) Jason.
4: And then I remember that we were in Catholic school, uh, kindergarten through 8th grade, and then we went to uh, junior high together, Bill and I did, and he became William.
1: Oh, well. He's yeah, no
4: longer pale. He's William um
3: Steph, if you thought that JC was the liar, that means truth teller number two is probably...
1: Me! I'm truth teller number two. I forgot about that story until my dad recently told me this past week and about, you remember, we thought it was an angel visiting your mom or a ghost or something, but never seen the woman before in her life until that moment. And I thought that was a pretty cool story. So I figured I'd bring it over to Two Truths and Lie. And that means... <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy
4: Johns. I didn't so win why? anything
3: yeah. from Jimmy Johns. I don't I even so, of, I was so I, mad he
4: didn't share it with us.
3: I've I never actually. even been to Jimmy Johns, I don't think. I mean I was just I was trying to think of a place that <laughs> I don't know. I just thought of Jimmy Johns. There, was I, a, there, there was the
4: one on West Charleston. At, I know, at, I googled by, it this buy. morning.
1: I'm like, <laughs> I need her. <laughs> I love how she's like, Oh yeah, JC, I told you about seven years ago. I'm like, hmm, fibbin. I always try to try to plant it in your head yeah, like, I'm like did she? <laughs> I, I just forgot. <laughs> she probably did, and I forgot. You're right, Mercedes. In my mind, like,
4: I remember, yeah, I remember entering that contest. <laughs> well, no, no Jimmy John's for me. Sorry about that. And
3: I would have most definitely shared it with everyone. I would not I have know let
4: that have go waste. Yes. <laughs> the Mulfords, by the way, got free dinner at this restaurant for an entire year because of my stomach.
1: That's nice. Oh, so that was reversed. It was really JC's story <laughs> for the entire year. Gotcha. Hot threes up next.
4: What do you got for us? All
3: right. If you met your spouse on online. Why is that a red flag? We'll tell you about a new survey. Also, are Americans just ruder these days? We're going to talk about new reports and a new flavor of ice cream that really takes the spirit of the holidays into account. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot Three.
4: The American Music Awards are happening on November 21st. And the Kid Leroy, he's got one nomination, New Artist of the Year. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning.
2: It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
4: The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. A
3: new survey of people over 30 who have been married before found that online dating is now the most common way that married couples meet. But those relationships might not be as sturdy as ones that start out the old fashioned way. The poll specifically looked at first marriages of people who met within the last two decades and 12% of people of couples who met online got divorced within the first three years compared to 8% who met in school, 7% who met at work and just 2% of people who met through friends or family. Now the gap, it does start to close if you make it through those first few years, 15% of couples who met through friends will split up within 10 years um, compared to 20% of people who meet online. And couples who meet at work are actually the least likely to make it a decade. 24% will get divorced. So, I I mean, I I do know that's a, di- a difference and it really depends on how many people they polled. But if you're looking at... Twelve percent who met online versus eight percent who met in school. It doesn't seem like a huge
4: difference. No, but again, it, it
3: depends on how many people they pulled, of course.
4: I guess I'm technically met at work because my wife is my intern. Yeah, we know. Twenty-four percent chance of success. Uh, is
3: that what but, it was? but you have made it to ten years. We did right? make it past the ten. 10 yeah, that, really that, only twenty-four um, percent say that they get a divorce after, uh, or they're the least likely to make it okay. to a decade. So you you made it to the decade. You made it, yeah. Um, also this morning, America is ruder than it used to be. It looks like uh, manners have really taken a major hit during the pandemic. Lawyers, they say, they're reporting ruder clients. Restaurants, reporting ruder patrons. Uh, flight attendants, who are already used to dealing with challenging people, they're reporting that the abuse has gotten much worse, and people in general are saying that they are experiencing unprecedented levels of rudeness in their everyday life.
4: As far as interactions here at the radio station, we were out at our, our ghost walk there on Sunday night, and everyone was just in great spirits, a good time. Steph, you're kind of more interactive on the phones? Are people being rude to you, or people being nice?
1: Everyone's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anyone that's been rude, like by- Even in this past year, I can't think of anyone maybe before I got let go, but maybe it was me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely not you. <laughs> See, you guys are awesome to call the show. We love that.
3: Yes. Finally, this morning, this seems unnecessary, completely over the top, but it's 2021. Oh, of course, you know, people are going to do what they got to do. Uh, the ice cream brand salt and straw. Have you heard of them there? They have one in downtown Disney. They're selling a new line of Thanksgiving flavors, including one made with real Turkey. So, um, It's it's a flavor is called caramelized turkey and cranberry sauce, and it's got turkey bacon in it. Um, I don't know what you think about this. It's not actual hunks of light and dark meat, but still, it's got ice cream with turkey in it. The other ingredients are cranberry sauce, thyme, and ground pepper. It's one of the five Thanksgiving flavors that they're selling as part of their Friendsgiving series. The other four flavors are house rolls with salted buttercream, which actually sounds really good for some reason. I don't know why I would try that. Um, sweet potato pie with double baked almond streusel. Again, Sounds delicious. And then pumpkin and ginger snap pie and candy walnut cheesecake. You can get a variety pack with all five flavors at saltsandstraw.com. It's 65 bucks plus shipping. I, I feel like if our boss would pay for it, we should get this. For Try It Tuesday. Yes. I would love to try these and see what
4: how they, how they taste. We did a vanilla ice cream with olive oil and sea salt, and I thought that was really good over the summer when we tried that.
3: Yeah, it was delicious. Um, but I think I put too much olive oil in mine, so it was kind of like, <laughs> it was a
4: little oily. So there you go. Coming up here in the 7 o'clock hour, we do have The Dirt, and Britney Spears says her mom ruined her life. Why? Details right around 7.15
3: that's one republic on mix 94.1 it is mercedes in the morning 704 and i mean the celebrities they do have a big influence on us so when you see a celebrity wearing something or doing something for some reason we think oh if we do that maybe we'll be like them maybe they're on to something maybe they know something because they're celebrity that we as just normal everyday boring people don't know
4: we can do something cool like them, and this uh, applies to my wife right now. She's been, she just finished, uh, Laura's been listening to Matthew McConaughey's book, on the audiobook version, and she was listening to it for like the, like the past month, and I think she just finished it, and it's kind of funny, because in our house now over the past month, because she's listening to this book, and really getting into him, we've watched, or had on at least um, Dazed and Confused at one point, his other movie, uh, Dallas Buyers Club, and then this past weekend, she was watching his movie, Mud. So she's watching all these Matthew McConaughey movies because he's talking about his role in the movies and everything else. And then, guess what arrived at the house yesterday? A set of bongos. Oh, nice. I'm like, well, go up to the house. I'm like, there's a box. I'm like, what is that? Rainbow? It's the rainbow brand? I'm like, rainbow? My wife's out of town right now. Laura's in California. I'm like, what? Rainbow? Bongos? So I saw her last night. I'm like, hey, um, there's a set of bongos that arrived for you? She's like, oh, Yeah. I wanted to play him because Matthew McConaughey talks about how when, and if you remember, gosh, maybe 20 years ago, he was playing the bongos. I think he was, uh, he was high and he was naked and his neighbors called to complain on him. He was arrested. It was a whole story. Matthew McConaughey uh, arrested smoking marijuana, playing the bongos, but he talks about the joy of playing the bongos and how fun it is. So because of that, we now have a set of bongos in my house. I didn't open it. I waited for my wife to come home over the we- this weekend to open them up. But because of Matthew McConaughey, there are now bongos in my house.
3: Wow, that's quite the influence. And, and so she's just going to become a bongo player? We'll find
4: out. We'll find out. We'll see what she does with them when she gets back on Sunday.
3: Very nice. I mean, she's, the next thing you know, we're going to hear about uh, you know, local woman arrested, found stoned and uh, <laughs> naked playing bongos in her backyard.
4: <laughs> yeah, do you have to be naked when you play the bongos? These are things I'll find out when she gets back into town. But I was just, it said rainbow. I'm like, rainbow box, and it's something for Laura. And then I'm like, bongos. Like, oh, yeah. I immediately put two and two together. I remember the Math McConaughey story, but I just thought it was funny because of that. She now has bongos.
3: Of all the things that you could be influenced by a celebrity to buy, I think that's one of the nicer ones. Like, it just it sounds like a relaxing, kind of chill thing to do. It could have been like, you know. Oh, these thousand dollar shoes or whatever that you couldn't afford. But it's like nice, relaxing bongos. Like, that, that's, a, that's a good one.
4: Have you ever bought anything because of celebrity or influenced by a celebrity? So right now in my house is bongos because of Matthew McConaughey. Anything for you?
3: Oh, I, I buy makeup all the time because of celebrities like uh, uh, celebrities will talk about like their skin routines or uh, this certain bronzer they use like i whenever i see rihanna and she has and she's like this is my fenty bronzer i'm like that's my fenty bronzer um it's the same thing with kylie when her lip kits came out and she was showing uh you know how amazing they were i bought two of those i was not a fan i i liked her lip liner i was not a fan of the actual lip color it just it got It got flaky. It was not good quality. So I got influenced by that. So anything makeup or skincare related, I've tried it all. And I've come up with my own specific regime based on the regimes, uh, just little pieces of everyone else's. I've created my own patchwork of it. So
4: you've like Frankenstein, the perfect, perfect, like set of makeup, celebrity makeup.
3: It just, it, it. not everything works for everyone. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to ask me for mine, it's like it, mine might not work for you. So I'd be very hesitant to, you know, say, okay, this is exactly what you need. It's like my skin's different than theirs. But, like, I took, okay, this person likes these peptides, and this person uses this retinol, and then I kind of just put it all together and created my own skincare care <laughs> <laughs> regime. <laughs> Perfect.
4: <laughs> uh, coming up here in the dirt, Britney Spears. She says her mom ruined her life. Why? We'll give you details coming up in just about 10 minutes you Adele, easy on me. So Mix 94.1.
2: We never gossip, Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1.
4: And let's start with Adele because her new album is coming out on November 19th. Uh, but on November 14th, she has that special on CBS. Adele, one night only. They recorded that last week, and she performed outdoors at the Griffith Observatory in L.A. And some A-list stars were there to see her performance. There was about 300 people in attendance, but you had Drake, Chris Jenner, Ellen DeGeneres, uh, Lizzo. Was there, James Corden, Gordon Ramsay, Gail King? They all saw the performance by Adele, and her ex husband was there as well, and her nine year old son saw the performance.
3: Wow, that's cool. This is, it's going to be huge when it's released, that's for sure.
4: Yeah, November should be the month of Adele. Britney Spears said it was her mom who gave her dad the idea of a conservatorship in a now-deleted Instagram post. But there are screenshots, and here's what she wrote. Brittany wrote, The most dangerous animal in the world is a silent, smiling woman. My dad may have started the conservatorship 13 years ago, but what people don't know is that my mom is the one who gave him the idea. I will never get those years back. She secretly ruined my life. And yes, I will call her and Lou Taylor out on it. So take your whole I have no idea what's going on attitude and go bleep yourself.
3: Wow. Anger. Anger is uh, kind of coming to the surface. And now she's spilling it. (laughs)
4: Yeah, it's all coming (sighs) out now. We did this earlier, but check it out. Post Malone and The Weeknd, they have teased a new collaboration. It's called One Right Now, and they shared a snippet of the song. Take a listen. It's only seven seconds long, but it gives you a great taste of the single.
3: I like it. I like what I hear. I I bet it's going to be even better when we get to hear the whole thing.
4: They're saying it's going to be released on Friday. Now, we talked about Mariah Carey on the show yesterday. You had her in What's Trending. We have a few updates. Mariah Carey is coming out with another holiday special this December on Apple TV Plus called Mariah's Christmas. The magic continues. And then she is also coming out with a new song on Friday. Khalid and gospel singer Kirk Franklin uh, work with her on the song, and it's called Fall in Love at Christmas. She put out a little snippet. Let me pull that up and get a taste of the new Mariah Carey Christmas song that's coming out.
3: I like it. I mean, it's just no all I want for Christmas is you, but I like it.
4: Yeah, different yeah. different feel to it. You too has joined TikTok. I feel this is like when your parents joined TikTok.
3: <laughs> oh no, it's time to leave. Time to go. The parents are here. You too has joined. Oh, but, so we can all delete our accounts now. Yeah, TikTok is no longer hip.
4: <laughs> for their first post, they preview. They have a new song. It's called Your Song Saved My Life, and it's, it's actually out now. It's for the Sing To soundtrack. Bono was actually making his animated debut in the movie. Uh, he plays a rock star lion. And here is some new t- uh, new YouTube music that they released on TikTok.
2: I know your song my life. I don't sing it just so I can get by.
3: sounds very U2-y. It is. as a
4: huge U2 fan. I need to hear it a couple times to give it an official review. But yeah, U2-y. But yeah, Dad is joined TikTok, everybody. <laughs> and then this, I don't know, this stuff, the time just messes with me. Their album, Oxygen Baby, which is my favorite U2 album of all time, probably my favorite album ever, turns 30 this year. So they're sharing raw, uh, rare videos and footage on their TikTok account, but... That is, how can my favorite album be 30 years old? In my mind like the 90s are 10 15 years ago. Are you going to be okay? I think I'll be fine.
3: Yeah. We're here for you if you Thank need you. us. Thank you. Can I have a moment actually? Yeah. We're here for you. Whatever you need.
4: Okay, I'm better now. Thank okay, you. Good, I appreciate it. Thank good, you. I'm good, good to good. go now. 30 years ago. How's that happen? I know. That makes me, what, 35? I don't get this stuff. All right, coming up next hour, we do have your tickets to Disney on Ice at the Thomas and Max Center. It's back in January. And we've got your tickets. Actually, a four-pack of tickets. They're yours when you win heads up at 825. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning.
2: You go.
3: it's 94.1 it's mercedes in the morning 733 i told you earlier uh this morning i was on a zoom call for our, our homeowners association meeting last night yes and a lot of it sounded
4: pretty intense
3: <laughs> there's a couple of uh of issues that needed to be uh addressed and it was great because i felt like it was completely productive i think that everything that they needed to get handled got handled, and in a in a positive way it was actually a very good meeting but there's always the person that leaves the microphone on or the video camera on when it shouldn't be on that uh causes an issue and we were actually responsible for one of the issues but it wasn't super bad Uh, uh, not as bad as another one have you ever been on a zoom call that went bad because of a mic that was on or the video that was on what happened what did you hear what did you see that you weren't supposed to hear or see or maybe it was your fault 702 364 so we we log on initially like they opened it up and um i had the the video off but i didn't realize the mic was on so i was i was using my mouse to get to the microphone to hit off um, and as I was doing it, my husband's sitting right next to me because we're sitting on on the call together, and like other people's faces started popping up, and he saw like someone's face popping. He goes, ah, ha, ha, ha. and I go, and, and he doesn't realize the mic is on. He goes, look who's on, and I, no, and and and, uh, and he goes, wait, is the mic off? And I and, and someone on the call goes, no, it's not. I was like, oh so then i click off i go it was on he's like oh well they don't know who I was talking about
4: (laughs) (laughs) but meanwhile everyone's on the call is like man who's he laughing at it's on the
3: call right now which neighbor but that wasn't that wasn't the worst i mean it was just you know that was that but then at one point someone is making a point about something and 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 someone that someone we like a lot and they were like you know this is going on and and i need i need I, I think this would be a good idea to implement this or whatever. And someone go, someone made a comment like, this guy's an idiot, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, and I, then I quickly look, I'm like, whose mic's on? And I saw whose mic was on. I, it's not someone I know. And the person who was speaking goes, look, if someone has an issue with what I'm saying, I wish you would just speak out instead of saying things. Um, your microphone is on and everyone, you know, everyone at that point looked at their, thing to see who it was Uh and then all of a sudden that person's microphone (laughs) (laughs) it was so awkward i was just like oh my gosh so yeah productive but definitely uh a couple of issues because of microphones that were left on who who has had that happen to them uh, two years ago did any of us use zoom i think very few of us do now it's just a regular way of life and And sometimes technology will get the best of you. So what happened? 702-364-9400.
4: We did a Zoom interview with an artist. And we've done many over the past couple years since we started Zooming. So it could be any one of these artists we had on. But um, I got got into the room a couple minutes earlier than you did, Mercedes. You were finishing up a couple things. And it was myself and someone from um, one of the record labels. And we're just chit-chatting about the interview and the person we're going to be talking to. And next thing you know, the person's personal manager jumps in. And at that point, I turned my video off. But I don't think that the person's, this artist's personal manager realized that I was sitting on the Zoom call, and he starts talking to the record label about some things, and the person's about to do the interview, and he's saying that the person that's about to do the interview, the artist, is kind of in a mood. And um, they didn't feel like talking right away, so they went on a run. Uh, and they started saying some other things about the interview. And I was texting you. I'm like, this is very awkward because the manager doesn't realize, um, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, I'm waiting to start the interview. And then you joined in at one point. It was just they would have this conversation back and forth. I think it, at some point I felt like the record label should have told the manager, like, hey, just so you know. The people that are doing the interview, they're here as well. He didn't say anything, so this manager's kind of like dishing the dirt to the record label about the artist.
3: Yeah, I actually came in on the very end of that, and I was like, "Ew."
4: okay like it kind of made me not like the artist <laughs> when we were coming on and then they're like oh you'll be here any second it's like he was there but he left to go on a run i'm like we were scheduled to talk to this person at 10 it's 10 5 and we're not doing it because this artist decided to go for a run
3: yeah exactly and i believe you had somewhere you had to be too yeah like, we're it was pressed right on time late. yeah uh let's go to the phones when did you, a zoom call go wrong for you 702-364-9400 hey cassie what happened to you Hi. So it didn't happen to me, but my client told me it happened to her and her employees. Um, a
1: guy was um, apparently didn't know his his camera was on, and he was everything was muted, so he couldn't hear anybody.
3: And he just started doing something inappropriate, um, not knowing that
1: his camera was on. Oh, no. And so they were tr- all the employees were trying to scream at him, like "Stop! Don't do it." And he, re- he was like reaching for the lotion.
3: Ah! Okay. <laughs> yeah, we got it. We got it. He was moisturizing his arms. Yes. Dry
4: season. <laughs> Wasn't there, so it was it CNN or Fox? I think it was CNN. There was a reporter who was kind of the same thing before a Zoom meeting. And he was like, go after the fact. But he was doing the same thing. It's like, w- what about a Zoom meeting? And it wasn't like you're doing it in front of the camera, I but it was know. just in the background. Like, okay, I got, I got a meeting in five minutes. What should I do? I know. It's like, no, leave the room if you're going to do that or do it after the Zoom.
3: Oh, it's, it's just what is it that makes you decide this would be the perfect time and place
4: to do this? <laughs> right uh, in front of my computer, too.
3: This one says, uh, this text, I was giving a presentation for a very high profile client. My two year old came into my office and said, Yay, poo poo. <laughs> This one says, during my master's class zoom meeting a student's dad walked by naked funniest part is my professor asked if anyone else saw it the next week lol no one responded but me that's from jennifer no. you just got to be careful yeah. i just i just try to have them both off unless i know i need to speak otherwise they're not coming on you're getting that habit so you don't <laughs> yeah. have any these
4: mistakes up next is the hot three what do you have for us
3: okay Let's see we are gonna talk about etiquette from working while sick it's, it's a whole new world now with COVID. What do, you, do you still need to work even if you're at home sick? We're going to talk about that. Also, what memorable firsts in your life do you wish you could relive? And what is the number one reason that women change this? We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward.
4: Ed Sheeran, Bad Habits. His album came out this past Friday. He's a busy guy. He'll be the musical guest this Saturday on Saturday Night Live.
2: It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix
4: 94.1. The Hot 3 it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
3: Okay, no one likes to be working alongside a co-worker who's sick, especially during a pandemic. But now that a lot of people can work remote, is there etiquette for working while sick from home? of remote workers say they'll turn their camera off during meetings when they're sick to spare their colleagues. It's unclear if that means they'd also turn the sound off, since that would be worse than the visual, maybe.
4: (laughs) Just talking Uh, about it early in the hour, yeah. Depending on what kind of
3: bug you have. Um, 24% of respondents admitted that they are power throughers, meaning that they're usually willing to continue with their normal routine, even if they have minor symptoms, like a cough, a sore throat, or a fever. And 66% of people say they're still willing to be out in public with minor symptoms despite the pandemic, but 78% of people say they will either judge or actively avoid interacting with noticeably sick people in public.
4: We were um, power throughers, and you and I have come here many times sick. With uh, I feel like we always had a rule. If it was a stomach thing, you stayed home, but if it was a cold sore throat or something i've always felt like we powered through it now post pandemic ne- neither you or i have been really sick you, you get a sore throat are you, gonna, are you still a power through or are you gonna hang back at the house now
3: um but, hmm, that's a really good question uh because i don't want to be faced with this i i would say i'm still a power througher, but i also want to take other people into consideration i don't want to be selfish and just be like well you know you'll have to deal with me being sick i want to be respectful the fact that i'm in this room this studio by myself for 99 percent of the time and then when i'm not in this room i have a mask on i would think that i would be okay um but i yeah i i would really have to give it serious consideration because i i don't want people to be subjected to my germs if i am really truly sick
4: yeah i'm you, you responded for me because I'm, I'm thinking the same thing facing that situation probably would think the same thing. It's own studio. Yeah. The, you know, we, don't, we don't really interact that much. as face to face. But when we do. Yeah, it's mask or we, you know, safety precautions in play. But yeah, that would, that would go through my mind. But you go back to pre-pandemic, we're sitting, we could touch each other, how close we were to each other, and we would come in sick. And, and sometimes we'd tell each other, ah, man, I got something going on. I'm like, all right. We both would just power through the whole thing.
3: Sometimes we'd tell each other. Would you come in and not tell me sometimes?
4: Um, <laughs> if i felt tell a little something. Oh, yeah.
3: And then i get sick all of a sudden. I'm like, wow, I don't know where I caught this. JC's like
4: <laughs> I'm fine It's allergies uh, Sorry about that I remember It was New Year's Eve 2019 And oh I was coming off In, in illness I had something You like, must have had COVID I really do think It was COVID Like yeah. I had all the symptoms Of everything was just awful and um, you and I worked together New Year's Eve for Channel 8, and we're literally shoulder to shoulder. It's loud in the South Point. We're leaning in, talking to each other. And you didn't get sick, did you? Afterwards? No, I
3: didn't, but I'm I still a little salty about that, that you didn't tell me you were sick and you were breathing in my face. Oh, but I didn't
4: <laughs> hear, too, but I did feel better. At that point, I did i did feel better, but it was just like... And then I came in, like, a couple days later on that Monday, and it just sounded awful. You're like, you're sick. I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm on antibiotics. I'm better. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> also this morning, a lot of people have fond memories of the first time they did something even if the experience itself wasn't otherwise notable you know like your first kiss your first job stuff like that in a new poll 82 percent of people said there's nothing more memorable than experiencing something for the first time and 71 percent of people wish they could relive some of their favorite firsts so they didn't specifically Reveal which ones they'd revisit but people were asked for the first that they remember the most and these are the top uh, choices the first job you had your first love your first kiss your first pet your first car and your first concert those are the top five choices first actually top six first the other ones include for your first best friend your fo- first home that you owned your first international trip and the first night out um after your 21st birthday other things that made the list include first cell phone first computer first day of college and first time voting now unfortunately there there can't be a list of the least memorable first because they're too dull to remember but uh maybe maybe you have one is there a least memorable first that you have
4: Oh, least memorable first. Yeah. Hmm.
3: I I mean, why would you remember if it's least <laughs> memorable? It doesn't make sense. What about your your most memorable?
4: But as you're going through that stuff, like, do you can you answer some of the stuff? Like your first international trip, what was it?
3: Um, it was with my parents. They took us to uh, Europe, and uh, that's what gave me the Europe bug. I loved it when I was I think I was like 11 years old when we went.
4: Was first kiss on there?
3: Uh, First kiss was on there, and yeah, that was uh, Paul Plumley.
4: Paul Plumley. Uh,
3: what about yours? Was it in from- the
4: library? That sounds like a character from Clue. <laughs> no, no,
3: it wasn't. That's funny. It was in <laughs> Paul Plumley in his car. Oh. I know, I know. It was just. Ugh.
4: Um, <laughs> what about you? <laughs> First real kiss was a girl by the name of Dana, and we were down at the Jersey Shore for senior week. We just graduated high school, and we're down there with a big party, and we made out.
3: What about your first, uh, what was the other one that you said?
4: Uh, International trip? Yeah. My first time out of the country was to Mexico. Where did we go to? Was it Laredo? We went to Laredo, Mexico.
3: That was the first time you were ever out of the country? Yeah.
4: Oh my goodness. That was 1998, I think it was, summer of 98, and we took a bunch of listeners down there. And boy, to our surprise, when we realized we went to a swingers resort.
3: Yeah, we took all our listeners to a swingers (laughs) resort. We didn't know it at the time. I'm like, why is everyone going to that pool back there? Let's go. And they're like, it's clothing optional. I'm like, okay, let's not go. <laughs> you, you and I went on set with different yeah.
4: trips, but I, I remember on my trip, I, the girl I was dating at the time, I brought her down, and we're at dinner the first night, and there was a couple next to us, and they were so friendly. And I couldn't put two and two together till later on. I'm like, oh, that's, that's why they were so friendly. <laughs> um,
3: let's see. Finally, this morning, anyone out there still rocking the same hairdo that they had 10 years ago? No one is judging you. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But you're definitely not alone. A new poll found one in four women have not changed their hair in over a decade. Most women who have changed their hair haven't just changed it once, though. The average woman will make a significant change to her hairstyle six times by the time she's 40 and eight times by her mid-30s fifties. Here are the top reasons why women change their hair. Number one, 46% of women said they're just bored with it. 28% say they're going on a vacation. They want to change it up for vacation. 28% also said they changed it up because they got a new job. 25% changed it up because they were moving to a new city and 24% changed it because they were in a new relationship. Also, after a breakup. Just missed the top five with twenty percent. The poll also found forty percent of women would be willing to go back to the hairstyle they had in twenty eleven. Only twenty five percent said absolutely not. I'm 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 going to go to my photos and see. Go to twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. What my hairstyle was. Don't do <laughs> bangs.
4: We have missed clip that lives on uh, decades does. later.
3: Uh, let's see years twenty eleven um oh it's it's pretty much the same for me it's just a side part yeah actually it's i would go back to that one it's not bad what about yours
4: uh 20 just longer on the sides yeah longer on the top yeah it's just longer
3: but my hair's like really black there so i 2011 yeah i don't know if you can see this picture all the way from there <laughs>
4: It's oh, yeah, really it's nice. black. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> black. Look at you guys. We're in the foundation room? Yeah, they're in the foundation room. That's sure what Coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour, those tickets for you to Disney on Ice, Thomas and Mac Center in January. It's actually a four-pack of tickets, and you can win them at 8 25
3: Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. It is 8.03. If you see someone that is entering a potentially embarrassing situation, even if it's a stranger, even if you've never met them before, do you say something? Does it change if maybe they're... um, of the opposite sex, like you don't want to come across as being threatening in any way. What happened? This
4: is my buddy Jake and Mercedes. You know, you know my my buddy Jake, and he listens every morning. And uh, he sent me a note after the show. It came in at like twelve twenty yesterday, and it reads: "Here's a random question, maybe for your listeners. I saw a female in Target today, very attractive. Her yoga pants were on inside out, label and size showing. Plain as day. Is there even a nice way for someone of the opposite sex to bring this to her attention?" I chose I chose to leave it alone and I said I'll see if I can bring it up. And he wrote back I was close to saying something cuz she was standing right next to me. I just couldn't. I knew it come come I knew it would not come out right. But I also felt bad cuz if it was me, I would want someone to tell me ASAP. So a woman in line She's got her yoga pants on, inside out. You see the tag, the whole thing. Do you say something? I um,
3: I go back to something we talked about yesterday, and that's girl code. And if you see another woman who has a situation like that, you absolutely say something. I personally feel like if you're a guy, just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Because I don't know. There's and, and it could just be me. But if a, a man says, like, excuse me, your yoga pants are inside out. Like, you're very attractive. You're inside. They're inside. I I'd be like. Oh my gosh, like I would get I would feel weird about it is not gonna lie. And so while I have no doubt that he has nothing but the best intentions and like is not a creeper at all, it would make me feel weird. That's just me. But if another woman did it, I'd be fine. So it's like, I'd say Jake, let this let let the sisters take care of her. We'll 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 team up and help her out at some point. But just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it.
4: I was thinking the same thing to you. And he chose not to say anything because you don't want to come across as a creeper. And I'm thinking the same thing. The woman's in front of me. You'd want to point it out because you don't want her, like her someone walking around with a tag hanging out or something. Just kind of help someone out. But is there a nice way to say to not come across as a creeper? And maybe there's a reason why she has a mud inside out. If something's going on. I don't know. She's, there's a stain or something. That's why she has a mud inside, inside out. But how do you come across... How do you say it in a non-creepy way?
3: Well, here's, a, here's another thing. Um if if it's like pantyhose tucked into the back of her skirt absolutely say something immediately inside out pants aren't going to be a a day ruiner it's like oh that's embarrassing but at least everything was covered you know mm-hmm. it's like uh, okay that's just that's that's embarrassing but i'll be okay if her pantyhose are, if her skirt's tucked into her pantyhose or something and she's showing off body parts, you absolutely say something. Not only that, but you take off your jacket, you shield her, you say, your pantyhose are <laughs> eating your skirt and then you hide it. That's that's what I would do. Um, that's just me personally. I think there's certain occasions where it calls for immediate notification. Other times, you just let it be, let one of the girl codes girls take care of it. But what do you guys think? And have you ever had a stranger let you know that you were having some sort of a wardrobe malfunction? Or maybe it's you didn't know if you should say something you just did. 702-364-9400 is the number. Let's talk to Ann. Hi, Ann. What happened to you? Hey, if I, like, see a guy with his zipper down, I'll walk by him and go, hey, your zipper's down on your pants, and then just walk off. And make it not weird, just not a conversation, just a quick hey, just this is what's up and out. That's a that's a perfect way to do it because they're going to be embarrassed no matter what. But it's less right. embarrassing if you're not there staring at them as they <laughs> pull it <laughs> no. up. Yeah,
4: Mercedes, you're. Let's say you're at the gym and you're working out, and you notice a girl who's got like yoga workout pants on, and they're kind of see through. Do you say something like, "Hey" from the backside? Hey, sister. Just so you know. Maybe because you maybe you don't see you, maybe you don't see your backside with the way the sun hits. Would you let a, a, a fellow female know that they're almost see-through?
3: I don't, and um that's because a lot of yoga pants are see-through. And there was a whole thing like years ago where like a certain brand was super see through and, and like it was a thing. I don't because in my mind, I kind of figure that we all know we run that risk when we put on yoga pants. But if I saw a woman and she was wearing jeans and her zipper was down, I would say something. Mm-hmm. I, I would definitely say something. I like the I like the little code words for zipper is is down. Like Especially if it's like a guy's, like uh, the cucumber has left the salad. Or like that.
4: <laughs> my, I, I can honestly tell you, if my zipper was down right now. My cucumber would not be leaving anything. <laughs> and God forbid, if my cu- the cucumber has left the salad, I'd probably get arrested.
3: Well, there's a, there's a lot of ways to tell a guy that, that you you've got a security breach at Los
4: Pantalones. <laughs> That's good. The cucumber leaving the salad means something else is going on.
3: Like, oh my
2: gosh,
3: men are. Or Mars, women can see your. Never mind. <laughs> there's there's ways to get the point across.
4: <laughs> so don't tell the woman the pants are on backwards. No, just say hey. like, <laughs> how would you do it in the most creepiest way possible? On the woman that you can see the through, see the, see through the pants. No, the tag is backwards. My oh. buddy said, I'll, "I'll be the woman. I'm in line at Target, and you be Jake, and uh, you do it in the most creepy way possible."
3: Um, hi. I was noticing your amazing figure. And then I saw the tag on your pants. It's inside out. Would you like me to help you outside in them?
4: <laughs> Would you no! like me to help you? <laughs> if you'd like to go to a dressing room, I can assist. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is not the way to do it. Coming up here at this hour, we do have those tickets for you to Disney on Ice at the Thomas & Mack Center in January. Those are yours in just about 15 minutes when we do Heads Up. Disney on Ice back at the Thomas and Mack Center in January. We have a four-pack of tickets for you in less than five minutes.
3: It is a twenty-one Mercedes in the morning. So, Steph, uh, I, I don't, I don't think this is uncommon. Unfortunately, there's so many scams and. Uh, like tricks to get you to click links and now i'm getting them on texts are you guys getting texts where they're like hey you just won this or or i'm getting them from they're they're saying this is at&t you can win this if you click here and i'm like uh no they're they're Thinking of, like, the most creative ways to get you to, to tap into these
1: uh, scams. And apparently, you know someone that had this issue? I did. Well, first, it started off with this one friend, and I'll just call him Robert. So, Robert, he posted something that you knew. I knew it was instantly a scam. And it was on his Instagram. And it was a conversation that was screenshotted. And it said, I invested $500 on Bitcoin, and I got $10,000 profit. And me and my husband are like, uh-oh, Robert got scammed. And he immediately went to his Facebook and said, hey, you know, just to let you guys know, I got scammed on on or hacked on his Instagram, just letting all of his friends know. A couple days later, we noticed a second friend posted the same thing. Like, oh, no, a second friend got friend. Uh, our second friend got scammed and hacked. But the thing is with our second friend, we'll call him Adam. Adam posted a video of himself saying it, saying, Hey, guys, it's Adam here just letting you guys know I invested $500 of my own money and got $10,000 in Bitcoin in return. So now we're really confused because it's him saying it. What? I know. So when I, I hit him up, I'm like, hey, what's this all about? Did you get, you know, did you get tricked into a scam? He said, Yes. I got tricked into a scam, and I am so embarrassed right now.
4: Is it the video? It's a video
1: or audio of him. It's video of him. It's like a selfie video. Like, hey, what's up, Adam? Just got invested. How did he get scammed in recording that? So we found out that the first friend, Robert, messaged him, messaged Adam, saying, "Hey, I invested so and so." So he tricked his friend. Was not it wasn't him it was just him saying hey yeah 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 go do it do it and he was like okay are you sure this works he goes dude believe me it works not knowing that it wasn't him it was actually the hacker text messaging him on instagram saying yeah dude you gotta do it and he said i should have warned i should have saw the red flags because i was asking him personal questions and he was totally ignoring them Oh, oh man so now his whole yeah so what did you have a question well, about say, it? so
4: then in essence it's like Mercedes getting a text message from me saying hey Mercedes I invested $500 in this website I got $10,000 in Bitcoin you should do the same just record this video and post it and then be like, Mercedes recording the video and posting it? Yes!
1: <laughs> so he got totally tricked. And we were getting messages from him constantly on his Instagram, on his Facebook. My my friends are texting me like, hey, did you see Adam's post? We're like, yeah, dude, it's a scam. Don't go for it. But like, what's up with the video? I'm like, exactly. The video was a trick for people to believe that it's him. Yeah. And then after that video... All of his Facebook, all of his Instagram was hacked. He can't get into his accounts anymore. And even on Facebook, people are the the hacker is messaging people on Facebook saying, hey, what's your cell phone number? And my cousin, who I saw later that day, was like, why is Adam asking me by my, my, for my cell phone number? I thought he already had it. I'm like, dude, he got hacked. Yeah. Don't message him. Oh,
3: that is so messed up. Up oh my have you ever been hacked or fell for a scam or anything like that 702-364-9400 that four ninety four hundred that is really scary and and so many people fall for it I, have you guys gotten this uh email I just found it i I was looking for it my deleted um and it 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 comes from you your account from it, it comes no no like from your personal oh, email okay. address I get it on my work i got it on my work account so it looks like it's coming from my email And it says, hello there. Unfortunately, there are some bad news for you. Around several months ago, I have obtained access to your devices that you were using to browse internet. Subsequently, I have proceeded with tracking down internet activities of yours. Below is the sequence of past events. In the past, I have bought access from hackers to numerous email accounts, Today, that is a very straightforward task that can be done online. Clearly, I have effortless, effortlessly logged into email account of yours. And it goes on and on. And it talks about how it can control all my devices now, like my video and microphone. And his the virus can refresh its signatures. So it says, um, where, where is it? Um, it, I, it? It tells me I have to send him Bitcoin because uh otherwise they're gonna release what i've been searching and i'm like it says while collecting your information i have found out that you are also a huge fan of websites for adults you truly enjoy checking out porn websites and watching dirty (laughs) videos while having a lot of kinky fun i'm like what
4: Kinky fun too.
3: I, I'm like, what is this? And and I when I first got this, I actually forwarded it to our engineer. I'm like, look, oh my gosh, what's this? I did not do that. I did not do this. Uh, I promise. And he's like, it's a they, they can mimic your email address and send it to you like it like it looks like it came from you. But he's like, don't worry about it. It's fine.
4: Some of them are so real and this like a message like that. And then not until you look at the actual address that it came from. You, I got like an Instagram one a while back saying that I was my account was compromised. Or did you sign on in Mexico City over the past 24 hours? like, no, I did not. And then it looks like it's from Instagram. And then you look at the re- the return address, and it's, it's definitely not Instagram. Yeah. Account. That's how you can tell those. I got a note from my aunt a couple weeks ago. She's like on Instagram message. She's like, did the wavy thing. And then she wrote, how are you doing? My Aunt Mary. So I was all excited. I wrote back. I'm like, good. My mom shared this video of Uncle Ron thinking of you guys. How are you doing? I'm super slow at Facebook Messenger. Sorry about that. And she wrote back, glad to hear from you. I'm blessed daily, and I also have vital information for you.
3: Oh, gosh.
4: I'm like, oh, hacked.
3: Yeah, uh, my aunt would never say that. <laughs> I'm blessed daily. Let's talk to, uh, let's see here. This is Ryder. Ryder, what happened to you?
0: Uh, yes, I'm, hey, so my neighbor actually last week, he just got hacked. His Instagram, very similar to the first story that you had, somebody had hacked into his Instagram and started making a lot of posts saying, hey, I just sent so-and-so, like, $1,000. She invested it with a special algorithm to the stock market, and now I just got this brand-new car with all the money she made me. Quick, go hit her
4: up and just shoot her just a minimum of $300, and she can do it for you, too. And then just kept making posts like that. And then it, finally he created he had to create a new Instagram to oh. message me to say, just in case you didn't know, my Instagram was hacked.
0: Clearly, I already had figured it out, but I mean, it's it's, it's not how creative they're getting.
3: Yeah, they really are. They're getting so creative, mm-hmm. and it's scary that they can get all this information. Have you ever gotten one of those messages on uh, Facebook that says, "Is this you in this video"? And then you click on the video, okay. and then and then it like goes to the login, and then you get you know hacked. Like I see so many people fall for that. I'm like, please do not click on that.
4: Now is that person that sent it hacked, or is your yeah they yeah, they've been hacked? No, yeah. It's not in your internal. It's it's truly really an external one reaching out to you. If
3: you no, they got they clicked. Someone sent it to them because they got hacked, so they clicked on it, and then they got hacked. And so then they're sending it to their so address people. book. So if you click on it, you're going to get hacked.
4: No, I don't click on it. I don't want to see the video. I mean, yeah, it's not me.
3: I'm with you on that. Uh, this is Kathy. Kathy, what happened to you?
1: Oh, well, I get these people that send me cashers' checks all the time and want me to cash them. I know they're phony, so I call the companies and I let them know. But this one guy that sent me a check threatened me and my family to kill me if I didn't go cash that check. I was so terrified I had to go to the police department and file a report. And they
3: said, unfortunately, we can't tell if he's here or out of the country because we're not sophisticated enough to find out through our computer systems. And So that didn't
4: make me feel very safe, but I was scared to death for months that this guy was going to
2: come up and shoot me.
4: Yeah, you just
3: don't know oh. who these people are or you know what's, what's going on. It's really scary. Just don't click on links. Even if you know the person, I tell my mom, like, Mom, if I ever send you a link to something, I'll let you know ahead of time. Don't click on anything because they can make it look like it comes from anyone.
4: Truly can. Truly can. This is informative. Stuff is out there. you yeah. got to be careful. Right now, we want caller 20 at 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up for a really great prize. We
3: have a four-pack of tickets for you to go to Disney on Ice Presents. Dream big at the Thomas & Mac, January 6th through night. We're talking about Miguel from Coco, Moana, and Maui. We're talking about Anna, Elsa, all sorts of your Disney favorites, and you can check them out. All you got to do is be Caller 20 right now. You get to play. You get to pick your partner. You get to pick your category. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400.
4: Let's move. You got Santana, American Authors, and Rob Thomas. And it was just announced that Rob Thomas will be part of the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Day Parade on Thanksgiving
2: Day. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 4.1.
3: Andrew, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up?
2: Oh, yeah. All Let's right.
3: Let's make you a winner. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Going in Circles, Shade of Red, or First They're Sour? Let's do first or sour okay sourest day was last week and these are different foods that are sour in taste who do you want to pick as your partner today?
4: Uh, let's go with Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go, Andrew. You got 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct, and you get those tickets to Disney on Ice, and you two start now.
3: It's a citrus fruit. It's the color is the same as the name of it. Uh, you I'm make, orange. Yes. This is also a citrus fruit. It's very tart. You make a, an aid out of it. Um, lemon. Yes. This is a candy that kids love. They, um, they're um, they little tiny um things with lemon. Sour Patch Kids? Yes, this is, um, it, you might put it on a hot dog. I think it's like pickled cabbage, if I'm not mistaken. Um,
2: um, relish.
3: No, it's, it's... Sauerkraut. Yes, yes. This is, um, oh, this is good. It's, uh, Korean. It's, it's also like a pickled cabbage. Um, it, kimchi? It, yes. This is, um, you, you use this when you're dying Easter eggs. You put a little splash of this in with the water. Vinegar? Yeah! No. Whoa! All
4: right! <laughs>
3: Crushed it! <laughs> you absolutely killed it. Nice job.
4: Thank you, thank you, Andrew. You're all set with a four pack of tickets to Disney on Ice, Thomas and Mack Center in January. We have these tickets all week long, so we we'll have them again tomorrow morning at eight twenty-five. And up next in the nine o'clock hour at nine twenty, we're giving you a chance to go on a vacation to any Sandals Resort. <laughs>
3: Ninety four point one. It's Mercedes in the morning. I'm so distracted right now. There's a guy just walking in front of the window. Did he walk in front of your window? I'm sure he did. I didn't, I didn't oh see, my it, gosh! Was the bug guy spraying? Maybe? I think so. It just. I was sitting here, and all of a sudden, there's a man standing directly in front of my window. I was like, and I audibly went. Oh, <laughs> and then I looked at you and you were looking down at something. I was like, oh, okay, it's just someone out there. I don't know where he went, but they it They can't see me. him, but we can
4: see out oh with his windows. It's gosh, funny. Oh, my gosh,
3: it scared me so bad. Okay. Yeah, the, it's 842, Mercedes in the morning. Last night, it was so funny. Do you ever feel like there's certain things that you learned in school that you look back on now? It's like, what? why did we even learn that? Like, what a, what a waste of time. I'm sure... When they're putting together their curriculum, there's there's a reason for everything. But, you know, when you you make comments like, what are we going to ever use this in the real world? And, And sometimes you do use it and other times you don't. Last night, my daughter was doing her homework and she was doing some sort of calculus that I was just like, like, she has far surpassed me in math. I I I could hang with her up until about her sophomore year, and now I'm done. Like it's just way way past what I can learn. And she, but she was, she was trying to work on something, and I, like a dummy, go up. Maybe I can help. <laughs> I look at it. I'm like, hmm, nope. <laughs> and she goes, I just don't know when I'm going to use this. And I'm like, well, you know, it's calculus. You might be able to use this. And I go, at least you didn't learn square dancing. And she's like, what? I go, yeah. When I was in school, we had a square dancing lesson. It was like a week long thing where we learned how to square dance. Talk about something that I never used in the future, ever. Not one single time have I been in a situation where it's like, oh, we're, squ- you know, I know how to square dance. I learned that when I was in school. Let me show you how. how- What's the thing that you learned in school that you realize now? you never needed that it was completely pointless 702-364-9400 what is the most useless thing that they taught you or maybe that they're teaching right now in school uh, i i don't know if anyone can beat square dancing but she just thought it was so funny like what did you do i'm like i remember my gym teacher was like the the caller person they would yell it's like Take your partner, do do And then we, like, whatever do do was, and then you'd, like, wrap Swing around up. to the next yeah, one? Yeah, it was just, like, that was something we learned. Did anyone else learn square dancing? Did you learn square dancing?
4: I want to say we had, like, a dancing s- segment where we learned different dances. It wasn't, like, a whole week-long thing. Maybe it was in gym class or, I don't know, in music class or, like, in elementary school. I feel like they did, for some reason, do it once. But the thing, I, I know people still use this. I just, as soon as we didn't have to use it, I stopped using it. I don't think I can still write in cursive anymore. But we do, we, I was always writing in cursive in, in, in school. And then once uh, we didn't have to do it anymore, I stopped using cursive and writing in cursive. And I've yet to, I think the last time I wrote in cursive was like in eighth grade. And I, like, I forget how to do it. It was a thing they taught us. Does anyone still writing cursive? Do you write in cursive? I
3: only write in cursive. Do you really? I only write in cursive. I yeah. never
4: do. I just print everything out. As soon as I could start I, I left uh 8th grade went to ninth grade public school. We could print. Pfft, cursive was out the window. Never look back.
3: I uh I, I don't like printing. I feel like um it's it's too time consuming when you can just kind of <laughs> just, just do it in cursive.
4: Do you do, mix it up? So I'm, I'm trying to think back of like cards and stuff we if exchange it's always print. You print.
3: No, I do not. Go back to the cards. I I, I, in cursive? Do not, really? I in cursive. Yeah. Wow. I don't, I don't print. Uh, the only time I print is if I have to fill out a form of some sort that I'll do. I'll do all capital block letters. <laughs> I just don't print.
4: I just don't cursive.
3: I'm, I'm in the minority. I'm sure. I don't think a lot of people will do, uh, <laughs> will do cursive,
4: but, but I think it is applied to some people. But for me, as soon as I was, I didn't have to do it anymore. <sighs> Bye bye, cursive. Steph, do you do print or
3: do you do cursive?
1: I think I've mentioned this on the show. In elementary school, I never learned how to write in print. We only learned how to write in cursive. So when I went to my private school from kindergarten to sixth grade, that's all we get cursive, cursive, cursive. And then I switched to public school, seventh grade, and I never knew how to write print. So I had to teach myself how to write print. And oh my gosh, my handwriting was horrible. Yeah, it just takes Ugh. so much time. And cursive
3: is so much easier. Except I, I I wanna one thing I do not like about cursive is what is up with that cursive capital Q.
4: It
3: looks like the number two. Uh, do you know what i'm talking oh, about
4: yeah, i don't even, do even understand
3: it, yeah. how to make a cursive cap i always do that one kind of in print, and i kind of cursive the little tail it's a mix <laughs> i made I, I made up my own cursive uh capital q because otherwise it looks like the number two and i just don't understand what that is all about what's the most useless thing that you learned in school Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. hey mike good morning
2: Hey, I also a Colorado kid. Learned spray dancing.
3: <laughs> Where did you grow up in Colorado?
2: In Arvada. Also went to CU.
3: Oh my gosh, twins! Hello. Um, did you go to? A, did you go to a high school in Colorado? Arvada West. Arvada West. Ooh, the Wildcats.
2: You? Oh wow!
3: Yes. Um, we oh, here. We the same time. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Yeah, Chatfield Chargers. Uh, yeah, do you remember? I've tried. I know people from your school. It's so weird. I bet we know the same people. Do you know Casey Angle?
2: That name does sound familiar.
3: Debbie Ponis yes oh my gosh we did oh that's so weird Hold hold on we're twins uh that was like so inside i apologize to everyone it's just when i hear someone like by my, my, my part of the country i get all excited about yeah, it yeah it's a cool thing uh, thanks for sharing that with maybe, us maybe that was like a square dancing uh thing for colorado uh this one says i had to teach my kids how to write in cursive because the schools don't do it anymore Kristen said i learned square dancing too uh this one said Grew up in Vegas. We had square dancing lessons, too. Okay. The Common Core math style. Ridiculous, ridiculous. The teachers had to learn how to do it. The parents can't help the kids with their homework. Oh, my gosh. I pitched a fit to the administration with the Common Core uh, math. It's so, it's like adding seven steps to an easy math problem. I just don't understand it.
4: We've got a lot coming up here on the show before 10 o'clock. Next hour, 920. We're giving you a chance to go on a vacation to any Sandals resort. You pick the resort, you get airfare, 920. Be here for next hour's winning code word. And up next is the Hot 3. So what do you have for us?
3: Okay, we are going to talk about dating. What is the ideal date? Some people say it's just about the physical. We're going to get you details on that. Also, what's the most popular cereal? in our state i don't think you'll guess it and a woman pulled a shotgun on a seven-year-old trick-or-treater you're not going to believe this story it's coming up next in the hot three Here
2: we go. it's time for the mercedes hot three on mitch 94.1
4: the hot three is brought to you by attorney paul Powell. more lawyer less fee
2: what's
3: a better date Grabbing a meal together, having a few drinks. A new poll gave people six date options and asked which one they would prefer. And grabbing a meal and grabbing drinks topped the list. But more than one in twenty people said their ideal would just their ideal date would just skip all that and go straight to the to the physical. (laughs) Here are the Uh options that people were given. See which one you would prefer. Dinner or lunch, getting together for drinks, grabbing coffee, going for a walk together, a movie. Or meeting up just to have relations? You get to pick one. What's your ideal
4: date? My my go-to is always the movie, but you're sitting there, you're not talking. You're sitting there for two and a half hours. So now I would say drinks. So you're there, you're hanging out together, you have the opportunity to progress the evening longer if you like to, if things are not going your way, it's not working out, you can bail and go home. So I would say drinks.
3: I would would go with the dinner or lunch only because drinks... I I want to be on like high alert on the first date. I don't want to get, like get drunk, mm-hmm. and and so you know maybe one drink, but I have some food to to absorb it. So I would go with that. With drinks, then if we're just sitting there drinking, and then we both get you know so wasted, we're like, oh, this is a great date. Then it goes right into the other one. Maybe next or, thing you
4: yeah. know, you wake up you're in his yeah, house. Okay, I, I like that.
3: Um, the poll also found seventy eight percent of people still think men should open doors on a first date, but only forty seven percent of women think. That the guy should be expected to pay for everything. Eighty one percent of us are open to kissing on a first date now and 44 percent would have relations on a first date in twenty twenty-one. Over half of people who wouldn't go at it on a first date said they'd wait at least a month.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Did you uh, Did you have a move for did you wait for the guy to make the first kiss or would you make it you have a move? So I, like the first kiss I, I did
3: not have a move. No. Do you have a move? <laughs> I I don't have a move.
4: No, I did not have a move. But if I was if I was if there was an attraction, I would try to get that first kiss out of the way like earlier in the night instead of waiting to the end of the night. Of On the, the first goodbye. date, if things are progressing and you're oh having my. a good time, yeah, you you're know, really
3: pushing the envelope. You know, there. if you're
4: feeling the chemistry, why put things off?
3: But if you're Filling it and she's not, then that will come across very aggressive. Well, you have, to be, you have to be very confident
4: that there's chemistry between the two of you with any first kiss or any movie. There's chemistry, sure, trust me. You want to make sure things are uh, things are
3: working. Uh, uh also this morning, so someone dug through Google Trends data to put together a rundown of the most popular cereals in each state. And I know what you're thinking. We already know it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Everybody loves Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but shockingly, Cinnamon Toast Crunch only one. 13 states. Uh, Some of those include Florida, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia. Fruit Loops was next as it's number one in eight states, including Colorado, New Mexico, Texas, and Washington. Cookie Crisp was number one in five states. Frosted Flakes in four. Um, A few cereals took three states. Captain Crunch, a.k.a. Razor Blades, um, Apple Jacks and Kicks. And Honey Bunches of Oats, they had three. Two states love Fruity Pebbles. And believe it or not, Lucky Charms was not number one anywhere. But Raisin Bran was. The people in Missouri are apparently very crazy for Raisin Bran. So what was number one in Nevada? Well, I just mentioned it. It was one of the, the cereals I just mentioned. Do you know what it is?
4: Well, the one that stood out to me is Cookie Crisp. I haven't had it in a while, but that, thats it's been a couple years. That is a good cereal, so yeah. I'm going to go with that. That's it, my personal vote.
3: It's not. It's actually Honey Bunches of O's. Hmm. That's the number one cereal here. That's very interesting. The last one I would have expected, although it is good. It's just one of those underrated cereals that I wouldn't go out and buy, but if someone had it at their house and they offered me a bowl, I'd happily enjoy it.
4: There's a. I feel like there's a crunch version of it. Two. Uh, I went through a phase in the late 90s where I ate that a lot because I felt like it was healthy, too. But when you eat an entire box almost in one sitting, it's not that healthy. So I could see that. I can see that.
3: Yeah. Finally, this morning, it's. it usually takes a few days for the Halloween criminal stories to start rolling in. So here's one out of Texas. That is just insane. A 35-year-old woman named Monica Bradford lives near Austin, and apparently she does not like the whole trick-or-treating thing. A neighbor says cops got called to her house last year for for some sort of issue, but this year she's really in trouble after she pulled a gun on a seven-year-old. What? Yeah. She had her porch light on, so people just assumed she was giving out candy. Wouldn't you assume that? Yeah, totally. Yeah, but she started yelling at a bunch of kids who were at the end of her driveway. At least one adult was there, and it sounds like they were just random trick-or-treaters, but Monica asked a neighbor if she knew them. The neighbor said no, so she walked outside, came back out with a loaded shotgun, and pointed it at a seven-year-old child. Luckily, no shots were fired. No one got hurt. Cops they uh, they ended up shutting down the entire street. They arrested her, and now she's facing charges for aggravated assault with a deadly
4: weapon. Turn that porch light off. You don't want the kids coming. I mean, you go dark. Come on, that is
3: just in a seven-year-old. <laughs> I, not that it's okay for anyone, but a seven-year-old? Come on.
4: Coming up here in the 9 o'clock hour, we're giving you a chance to go on a vacation to any Sandals resort. You pick the resort. You get an airfare. It's all covered. Nine twenty for this hour's winning code word. <sighs> we are giving you a chance to go on a vacation to any Sandals resort. You pick the resort. You also get airfare. Your chance... To win this trip is coming up in less than ten minutes. Right at nine twenty, we'll give you this hour's winning code word. Saturday night there is a huge concert. Allegiant Stadium. Rolling Stones will be in town. You can't get what you want. You
1: can't
4: to me, that, that's a muttsy band. I got a buddy of mine that's going. He's going to see him for the first time, and he, he sent me a note asked if I was going, and he's super excited. Rolling. I mean, they have so many songs, and they're just. I mean, they're icons when it comes to rock music. That's just one of those bands. If you have a chance to see them, you got to go see the Stones. So are you going? I'm not. I'm going to be in California this weekend. (laughs) you
3: got to go. It's a must-see. I've seen them them before,
4: though. I saw them. uh, They were here in 2016, and I'm so happy I did. I've I've never seen the Stones before. My parents love the Rolling Stones. It's just that they're icons, and to see them in concert, it's an experience because Mick he can go. The whole band can still go. What's so
3: great about it? Like, is it just like the enthusiasm? Like, what made you makes you think like it's a must see?
4: The um, the energy of the show too. They just come out. I didn't think that an opener. They just come out and they're just doing hit after hit after hit. At one point, they did stop down. Keith Richard had a at Richards had a had a new song, so he played a new song. But it's just they're the Rolling Stones. They're just they're legends. And to see them in concert was a cool experience.
3: That's cool. What's a what's a band that you think is a must to see? Like everyone has to see them at least once. 702-364-9400. I just on that note of, you know, bands coming to town, um I think that Metallica they're coming and um if you like them or not, I I I still think you should go see them because to me to see what they're able to accomplish especially for so long was it been like 40 years that they've been together we were just talking about it yesterday because they're doing a master class on how to be a successful band they um i I, the first time i went i remember i just moved to town my husband took me they were playing at um cashman fields and I was so scared to go. I I literally looked like a Target employee when I went. I wore a red polo and khaki shorts. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I showed up to a Metallica concert. I was just... I'd never been, but after that, I was like, wow, that was so much fun. It was really good, and I've seen them, like, three or four times ever since.
4: When you saw them, you knew, you knew who they were in their songs, right? Or no? I did,
3: but I wasn't ever a huge fan. Like, that was, like... That was real hard rock, and I was more into, like pop and hip hop. So that was kind of out of my comfort zone, but my husband, he was like a rocker guy in high school and he was a fan of them and and uh like they were more big when I was like in it, in middle school, and he was like in high school when they were huge. And so that was his band, and he kind of got me into them. And uh, I've liked them ever since. I saw them that first time in concert. They were so good.
4: And they'll be at Allegiant Stadium then, too, next year. Yeah,
3: February 25th, I believe. Yeah, and we're, we're going. Like he he literally got the first tickets that went on sale because he's a Legacy Club member. So they got the first chance <laughs> at tickets. And so we're definitely going.
4: What are some other must see concerts, bands, or like even like comedians? And stuff. We saw. uh I saw Don Rickles. I, I just there's there's these legends that I, I want to see before. You know, we're all going to die at some point. And and Don Rickles is someone I wanted to see. Don Rickles and I saw him at the Orleans. It was like a two years before he passed away. And, you know, he's Mr. Roast, and he comes out, and he's roasting the audience. I, and I wanted him to roast me so bad, but he didn't even look over to my section. I'm like, darn it, what an honor it would have been. That's the ultimate roast. Yeah. He, he, he you weren't even worthy of his view.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he came
4: out, and I felt like you know, he was getting older in, in, in age, and you can tell that, you know, things were starting to decline a little bit. And it's just something, I, he just kept looking to his right, and we were sitting towards, towards his left. He never looked our way. I was so bummed.
3: Some other uh, acts that are coming in here, 702-364-9400, The Killers, yes. Yes, a thousand times. Yes, such a good one. They are so good live. When you hear that, the very beginning of Mr. Brightside, just those first few notes, it will literally give you chills. I, I just remember every time I've been to their concert, and I've seen them like five times in concert because they're that good. But when you hear it, just the do, 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 I know you're going to play it. I mm-hmm. see it here.
4: Oh, the crowd. Oh,
3: my gosh. And then it kicks in. <laughs> Everyone's singing. It's just unreal. Unreal. That is a great
4: one. Would you put Garth Brooks in that category of must-see concerts?
3: I would not. And I'll tell you why. I love Garth Brooks. But every time I've gone to a Garth Brooks show, I've, ex- I've had a horrible experience it, it, with the people in the crowd. It, it, whether it's just like inconsiderate, rude people, spilling beer on me. It's just I've never had a good concert experience at a Garth Brooks show ever. And I've seen him three times. And I've left early three times
4: because uh, of the the people in the crowd was his residency in that mix yeah Re- at yeah. when you had a bad experience yeah. there no yeah. kidding. The, the
3: guy next to us was just being obnoxious and just rude and i i was just like i, I Three strikes and you're out. I'm sorry. <laughs> and nothing against Garth, because he's amazing. I love the guy, but I don't I don't like the crowds at his
4: concerts. The night that I saw Don Rickles is the same night that I saw Garth Brooks. Don Rickles started the night, and we ended up going to Garth Brooks afterwards. <laughs> so it was a double shot of <laughs> legends right there. Here's another must-see concert. Imagine Dragons. And when this song comes on, it's kind of the same. It grabs you, too.
3: Yeah, they're always great. Getting a bunch of texts. Disturbed. They are absolutely unreal live. Kelly Clarkson Kills It Live and Panic at the Disco. Uh, Jimmy Buffett. Yes, everyone needs to go to a Jimmy Buffett concert. That is an experience. That is so fun. Michael Buble, his jokes. Yes, I've said it before. It's like a comedy show tied in with with an actual
4: concert. It's so much fun. This is uh, not me playing the song. It's a scheduled song.
3: Oh, my bad. I'm so sorry. I thought this was actual, uh, you just play background music. So I'll shut up now. Enjoy. For timing-wise, we'll let it play out and your chance to win that trip
4: to Santos Resort right after Imagine Dragons
2: in the mornings. What's trending on Mix
3: 94.1? Ed Sheeran is trending this morning. Some good news for Ed Sheeran fans. He is out of COVID isolation and he is ready to get back to in-person performances. He actually posted a picture on Instagram yesterday with the caption posting this pic to say I'm released from COVID isolation today. So if you see me out and about, I've had the all clear and done with my quarantine. Excited to hit the ground running and work again and SNL is still on So tune in Saturday. See you there. Kieran Culkin is going to be the host of the show this Saturday. SNL announced yesterday that Jonathan Majors from Lovecraft uh, Country will host with Taylor Swift as a musical guest on November 13th. And then Simu Liu from Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings will host on November 20th with Saweetie as the musical guest.
4: We just played Imagine Dragons, who got their start at Bite of Las Vegas. And then you think of Ed Sheeran. He was at Bite of Las Vegas years ago. Look at all these guys doing their thing.
3: Yes, it's uh, all stemmed from Bite of Las bite Vegas. Bite of Las Vegas was the,
4: what's the key denominator between the two? <laughs> Mix 94.1's Bite of Las Vegas.
3: Henry Ruggs is also trending this morning, so we have some uh, new information. The Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver was booked into the Clark County Detention Center after being charged in a fatal traffic accident on Tuesday morning. A 23-year-old woman died in the crash. She has not been identified by authorities yet. Ruggs and his 22-year-old girlfriend, Rudy Washington, were both seriously injured, according to Metro uh, Police. Now, th- this is what we're learning this morning, some kind of uh, some shocking uh, perspective. His, his bail has been set this morning. He was in, in, before a judge today. It's been set at $150,000. Um, if posted, he's going to be on an elect- uh, electronic monitoring program, and he's ordered to abstain from alcohol and other controlled substances, uh, and he has been ordered not to drive and surrender his passport but also, um, where did it go? I just saw they said that he was driving I want, 156 miles per hour before the deadly crash, and his blood alcohol was two times the legal limit.
4: Yeah, by the time when he hit the car, it was 127. It's it's insane. It's uh, insanity.
3: Absolutely crushed for the family of that poor woman who died, so he uh he we'll see if he is able to post bail and what happens and we'll keep you posted on that and then finally this morning Santa's lazy gnome is trending move over elf on a shelf There's a new sheriff in town. The new alternative is here. It's called Santa's Lazy Gnome. So you know how all of our elves on a shelf, they move every day during the holiday season. Santa's Lazy Gnome does the opposite. Santa's Lazy Gnome stays in the same spot for the entire season. But here's the thing. They still will watch the kids to see who belongs on the naughty and who belongs on the nice list. He still reports back to Santa. He just stays in the same spot the entire season. So that, uh, is convenient so if you're interested you can get one with a book for twenty six ninety nine. you can find out the history of Santa's lazy gnome or if you just want the doll that can report back to Santa Claus for you you can get it for $13 on lazygnomes.com and that is what's trending
4: Lawrence, it's Mix ninety four point one. Mercedes in the morning, and
3: that is it for us on a Wednesday. We will be back tomorrow. We've got more Disney on Ice tickets to get you, also more chances for you. To get that code word where you could possibly win a trip to any sandals location in the Caribbean, that would be absolutely incredible. Heather has another code word coming up in the 12 o'clock hour, so stick around for that. We are out the door, but first, we've got today's line of the day.
4: What do you say to someone whose zipper is down? If it's a guy, Mercedes has a clever way.
3: But if I saw a woman and she was wearing jeans and her zipper was down, I would say something. Mm -hmm. I I would definitely say something. I like the... I like the little code words for zipper is, is down, especially if it's like a guy's, like, uh, the cucumber has left the salad <laughs> or <something like> that. <laughs>
4: my, I, I can honestly tell you, my zipper was down right now, my cucumber would not be leaving anything.
3: <laughs> There's, there, it's more fun when it's a guy than if it's a You He some code
4: word and everything. Yeah. Exactly. And that'll do it for show number 1514 of Mercedes in the Morning.
2: Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this show. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.